What's good, family? Welcome to a Minor Hoops podcast, a show with the freshest opinions and views on the world's most beautiful game. I am your host, Greg, and I'm here with the homies, the squad, the best starting five, even though we're missing the boy Leek, Brian, TK, the boy Dunkman, Keith. Boys, how are we feeling? Uh, I'm feeling good. I'm tired. Uh, it's been a long week, but made my touch to AAU. Uh, I'm feeling very good about my team now. Like I said, mm-hmm, I'm excited mm-hmm. for the summer. Yeah. Basketball, NBA basketball is back, so it was good to watch some games last night. Some frustrated me more than others. You're going to get to that. You're going to get to that. I know you don't want to. We got to. Mm-hmm. We got to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like dis- how you doing, fam? A disappointed mother right there. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Like you just got that report card? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. D. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say something that was going to get me in trouble. I need to stop. <laughs> don't do it. Nah, man. I'm fine. I'm glad to be back on this couch having this podcast. Um it's going to be a very special podcast today, too, because we're not even talking about basketball. Right. Because we're talking about life. Hmm. Is that true? Because ball is life. Hmm. Mm. That's where to come all the way around. I wow. like that. I like that. I like that. Wow. I like what he did there. I like Sphere. what he did there. Wow. You know wow. That was good. That was good. Somebody that get this boy an award. I know. We're going to win an award based off his energy right there. At least a Nobel. Just manifesting it. At least a Nobel. Yeah. I like it. We want a Nobel. I like it. At least. At least they got awards for podcasting. What is it? The Pulitzer? I don't know how to pronounce. I can't it. remember what they call it. The Pulitzer? Mm-hmm. Pulitzer? The Pulitzer Award? I thought that's for writers. Pulitzer. We writing, Pulitzer? We writing this? You know, we can write some stuff. I've been writing stuff. You write in and outs. We wrote this I whole write? confusion. This is on script. We wrote it in first date. We reading it. Mm-hmm. Teleprompter. Killing it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's his only line on the script. <laughs> yep. Perfect timing. Perfect Keith, how you doing, family? I'm good. I'm good. All right. Let's get going, man. Let's get it. All-Star Weekend happened. All-Star Day. Excuse me. All-Star Day. Yeah, that's it. I got nothing else for you. <laughs> it, was, it was still a weekend if you asked the residents of Atlanta. Oh, boy. We didn't see any any uh, information about Vucevic, so okay. he stayed safe. Not everybody participated, though. Just pointing that out. True fact. True they, fact. True fact. The audience does not know what the Vucevic thing is about. That's true. You didn't drop the episode. It's gonna drop. They're gonna they're know. Gonna know they're gonna one. drop it. Oh, okay. I'll disagree with Keith. Like they don't they're know gonna, if you don't. They're gonna know. I'm gonna. Hey, everybody know we late. Yeah, now they know we late. God dang. My bad. Cool. Hold up. You're already late. You missed the scheduled date. So did I? He said, "What? Like if you're earlier on time? If you're on, <laughs> you're on time, time, you're late." <laughs> You're on time if you're five minutes early. Yeah. You're late if you're on time. Yeah. If you're late. But yeah, All Star Day happened. All Star Day happened. And um I stand true to everything I said about it. It was trash. <laughs> it was boo boo. Format the was cap- trash. Contest was actually you know, you know what? I'll, I'll, let me do this real quick. Let me do this real quick. <laughs> let me say this because my dad called me and he asked. He said, Hey, did you watch the All Star Day? I said, Yeah, Dad, I watched it. He said, How do you feel? I said, It was trash, just like I thought it'd be. But if there's any person we have to thank about this being any type of entertaining, we need to thank Steph Curry. Sir Steph. Facts. We need to thank Fair. Steph Curry. And Dame came in and, and, and added to that level of entertainment. But if Steph Curry didn't shoot the way he shot in the in the If there's an the all point contest MVP like yes, for the whole, for the whole yes, weekend, for the whole day, thing, like whatever whole, it is, or day, then yes. Steph gets it. Like Steph went bananas. Most entertaining. And, and it, it was great. It was great. I I was appreciative of him doing that because LeBron didn't even play in the second half, and I knew he wasn't going to play. 
I don't blame him. I knew he wasn't gonna play. I was like, he ain't gotta play. I wouldn't play in the first. <laughs> so it was. It was just. I would have drafted and not got on a plane. This was stupid. I'm, I'm sorry. Now go for it. Go for it. <laughs> no, it was just. It was reckless. It was money driven, of course. Mm-hmm. Unnecessary. Greedy. And borderline narcissistic of the league to even have this, especially after all of the megastars spoke out against it. Right. And it's one thing when you got a guy like De'Aaron Fox saying it, right? De'Aaron Fox is like, you know what? I think this is a bad idea. Yeah, no disrespect to De'Aaron and De'Aaron, Fox. You just don't have that pull in the league yet. Yeah, and it's on the way. It, hopefully, it, hopefully. We, in terms of your trajectory, in terms of the way I see you, you'll, you'll be, be an you'll all-star. Be a voice in the league. And, yeah. Exactly, and you'll be something great. But... Yeah, Bron, Fox said it, but then KD, PG, like all these people coming out saying, I don't think we should be out here. We don't want to be here, <laughs> essentially. And now we out here and we got to play. And, and, then you, and then you add in the fact, I told you the dunk contest was going to suck. Oh, yeah. We all kind of. I told you. It was knew so that. bad. We all kind of knew that. It was so bad. And. That was a letdown because I was like, one, first, Kenny Smith didn't know anything about Anthony Simons, which upset me because he was like. In his offense, Anthony Simons has been literally in relative obscurity since he's been drafted. In his his defense. We know that boy can jump. I I can say this. We as hardcore. That's not not fair. That's not fair because we always give, like, I'm not going to say we, but like the general public a lot of times give like analysts slides Mm. like, oh, but like it's Anthony Simons. Like, of course, he's going to live in obscurity. Do you know who Anthony Simons is? Yeah. Do you know about him? Yeah. Do you know who Anthony Simons yes. is? Do you know about him? Sure do. I know who Anthony Simons is. I know about him. Leak, if he was here, would tell you. He knows about Anthony Simons and he knows about him. I am not going to give an NBA guy a pass for not doing his homework on his job. <laughs> he gets you, should, you should know who Anthony Simons is. Like, all these guys who can't pronounce people's names either. I'm like, you're... Multi, like your payroll is obscene, and you can't pronounce these guys' names who are professionals. Like, yes, you had time to prep. You knew Anthony was gonna be in this in this joint for weeks ahead of time. It's not that hard to do your research. Hey, but you remember when we when we said one day we'll go on ESPN and we'll be like we'll be able to sit oh, across. Skip, Skip does never want to sit across the table from us. Right? You remember that? Never, that was, I think we, was that shoot, we, were, we were like sixth grade, or whatever. Yeah, I was in like sixth grade. You was like a little older. We were like we'll go on ESPN. And they'll get all these, you know, notes handed to us, all that in the third. That's that's the holy grail of like knowledge. that's the whole that's thing. The holy grail of I, I, like you I, got people handing you information. How in the world does <laughs> Kenny Smith, TNT, Turner Sports, not know who Anthony Simon is? And you know is? what I think it is? And it's no diss to Kenny specifically in this moment. It just so happened that he brought this conversation about. Right. It's a it's a uh, No, uh, it's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing between all of the analysts that I've observed. They kind of think it's cute. To just not know about a guy because he hasn't won like a chip or hasn't had like the accolades or whatever, whatever. This is your job. Know about the people who play the, the sport. But learn the, how to pronounce their names. But, learn how <laughs> like what what competitions they are a part of. Like no, for, it's not fun. Like it's not that's disrespectful. Like that's but, ridiculous. But this but and this is my only point, y'all. I'm not disagreeing with what y'all are saying. I agree. Kenny should have done his homework. My point is simply, like, why do we expect more at this point? That's my point. Like, that's my point here. I don't. We know. Well, why don't they give more? They're because that's just, this is an they, 
Emmy Award winning show. It is. You want to know why? It's not all for, the praise. It's not for its basketball all. analysis, though. That's the point, Greg. It's Fair. for its entertainment. Fair. It's not for basketball analysis. Fair. Draymond Green went up there for three weeks and Great. made them all look stupid. Dray- I was like, Candace wow, Parker Draymond showed gonna- up for a day and made Shaq look dumb. Because because they have like they have been playing basketball long enough in this era where they're like oh no this is how you should play basketball now this is what you should do this is how you should play pick and roll the right. game of all Shaq over here talking about no you should just do it the way we did it <laughs> just do it the way we did it just man up and you stay there well that don't work Shaq the dude shoots from thirty <laughs> like it don't work Shaq yeah you can't sink you can't sink you gotta step up Shaq yeah you gotta step up Shaq. you gotta I'm contest sorry. Yeah. you gotta switch Shaq you I'm got, sorry yeah you got twenty one year olds that's that's dropping bombs from thirty like yeah. sorry Shaq <laughs> it's a new era bro deal with it no. like and guy, I get it. Kenny should have done his homework. At this point, though, you, I think we all have to understand. Shaq, yeah. Kenny, Charles, a lot of those guys that are up there, especially them three in particular. I'm sticking with those three. Big shout out Ernie. Ernie, <laughs> oh, Ernie's always on his A game. But those three in particular, they have reached a level of status where, one, they feel like they don't have to do homework. And, two, let's be honest, they only show up for one or two days a week. I don't think they watch the NBA like that no more. <laughs> Mm. They watch the games they're told to watch. They get handed their few pieces of paper, and they have their opinions. And it normally is, well, back in my day, you know, we did da 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 da, and we figured it out. Shout out. And this is and this is one thing, and this is why, <laughs> and this leads to a different conversation. We supposed to be talking about the All Star game, but this leads to a different conversation. <laughs> my bad, yo. No, no, you good, you good, you good, you good. Because this leads to a different conversation. Right. <laughs> I can't disagree with you. I'm not going. No, right. I'm not going necessarily agree fully, like to say they don't watch their games. But I cannot disagree with your analysis of how they look on TV as if they don't watch oh, the NBA. Like said, on I'm TV not saying TV. they don't watch. Their, like I said, the games that they, they watch, the, the ones they're told, Lakers, Clippers, Brooklyn. They I can't watch say them. I can't say they, they don't watch, watch the more than that. I can't say they don't watch more than that. But I can understand why many people would think that. The, the same way I mean, you're thinking. They're not watching a Portland game on a Tuesday night when they're playing Memphis. So right. they don't know who Ephraim Simons is. Like, it's just that simple. They'll see that Dame had 35, but you didn't see Simons who came off the bench for the last four minutes of the second quarter and got a dunk. That's all I'm saying. They don't, they're not doing that level of research that we do when we watch games night in and night out. And I think this leads to a conversation that – we, do we care about the all Brother, also we, 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 we gave Steph and Dane their props. Y'all made it entertaining. All right, cool. Yeah, right, Anthony Simons, like, technically, this is the All-Star game. Like, yeah, we're still talking about All-Star <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah, we're still whatever. talking about Anthony. He won the dunk contest. Congratulations. Yeah. No, because I'm, I'm about to take it somewhere else because James Harden was talking about Antoine Walker and his credibility. Yeah, that I, I was... Didn't, I didn't agree with that Yeah, one. I was about to I, say. I didn't agree. I, I agree with the sentiment, though. I'm, but here's the thing. I want to know, can credibility change based upon... You up maintaining your yes, level of knowledge yes, in the, yes, of, yes. of the game. And I'm gonna, tell you, I'm gonna tell you why. Because so if so, for instance, like we, Kenny Smith not knowing, and that's and that's just the example. That's one example. But we talk about Kendrick Perkins all the time, not understanding certain concepts, and or Shaq, you know, being outshined by uh, Candace Parker on air, like all those things. Can your credibility change even if you've been a Hall of Famer, even if? What, what do I always say is my biggest criteria for a coach? Or the big, the Adjustments. Way I, if you can't adjust, yes, your credibility gets shot. That's yeah. the way it works in the world. Yeah. If when you're si- a doctor who hasn't 
practice in 25 years and you just come back trying to do the same old whatever, you're probably going to mess somebody up. Science changes over time. Right. If you're not willing to look at new data Gotta and say, and hey, maybe I should try this new thing because, you know, it works. If you're not willing to do that, then yes, I'm going to look at you like, well, you used to be smart and now you're kind of... You're outdated. Yeah. You said it better than I was going to. And No, I mean, <laughs> but I, but the, I guess the hard part is with credibility is, for instance, say the BlackBerry is credible. As a phone, it was credible. In terms of what it offered, everything. It's offered everything, yeah. well, not everything, but a lot of the things the iPhone offered. Fair. Yeah. Just wasn't as accessible, wasn't as clean, wasn't as sleek, wasn't as, you know, new nuanced, didn't have all that same whistles and bells to it. Right. So it has its credibility. Yes. But we don't, the, the Blackberry doesn't exist anymore. I can say this. So I think did it, it lose its credibility or did it just age out? I can say this. Age. In terms of, how, of that analogy, if we're going to go with that, yeah. the Blackberry is still credible. It just shouldn't be talking about the iPhone if it doesn't understand the updates and, and iOS and et cetera, et cetera. Age. Yeah, like, if the BlackBerry didn't transition into the new times, not necessarily updating itself, right. but at least peeping what was around it in the phone game, then the BlackBerry shouldn't talk about phones anymore. And I'm not saying, because I know Even that's what it sounds like, I'm saying Shaq, Kenny, Charles shouldn't talk about basketball. These guys are extremely credible. Hall of Famers. They yes. know so much more about the game than I probably ever will know. Facts. But... Yes. When it comes to talking about the game right now and the nuances of like just watching these games and treating these players with a certain amount of respect by gaining the information that is just appropriate knowledge for you to have. Right. I think they are doing a disservice to them, casuals, the general public, basketball fans everywhere, by keeping up this like persona of I don't know, intelligent aloofness. Like, there's no yeah. reason why you should... They're not even feigning ignorance at this point. I to, think be, this... to be the voices, because they are the voices. I Y'all mean, are TNT. Exactly. Emmy Award, when, it, when, we, when we chalk it all down to it, there are maybe five, six, seven voices that we all, casuals and even Hoop fans, pay attention to, whether we want to or not, whether we agree with them or not. Five or six of them. The four is Kenny, Shaq, uh, Charles, mm-hmm. Stephen A. Yeah. Um, Skip Bayless, love it or hate it. Love it or hate mm-hmm. it. He has a voice. Um, said Chris Broussard. Chris Broussard. There's a couple more. Jalen Rose. Like there's there's Jalen Rose. The game. Mark Haynes maybe. Mm, he's kind of falling off. I, yeah, I give you that. So those Tim Legler, and and but that's if you up late. Yeah, <laughs> that's only you. That's what you that's 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 So like. And he's probably one of my favorite ones. I feel you. When he's, in terms of what he's talking about, in terms of like the understanding, the acumen. Like, so these are the voices you're hearing. Oh, my bad. Um, co-host with Stephen A. Drawn uh, up. Uh, Mark, oh, Ma- Max Kellerman. Max Kellerman. I don't know if I buy Ever since he said Iguodala, I don't know if I buy his basketball player. Iguodala. I was like, really? <laughs> That's <laughs> really? beside the point. If that you, is beside the point. If you get two hours on ESPN and, and your voice. 80% of your voice. I got, I got topics you. of basketball. I got you. I got you. Yeah. I got you. So I think when you're getting all the information from them, it's imperative because they have all the primetime games. They have all these. You need to know. Like you have you have to have a better understanding to elevate the game forward. And this is a part of the issue as and it goes back to I guess my main issue with basketball has been is that kids don't value it. 
in terms of understanding even the little nuanced things or the nuanced players. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to pay attention to Norman Powell, but Norman Powell's eating. Yeah, he's getting. He's, bro, he's the last going. nine games. He's going crazy. He's, he's been going. You I was know, like, yo, he's really having like 26, 27 right now. Everybody like not over the past like ten games been going. Everybody's, going. everybody's not LeBron. Everybody's not Steph. Everybody's not Dame. Oh, it's a whole no. lot of it's a whole lot of quality players out there that people don't realize. Getting like, consistent checks, but you don't want to watch these guys. Because you think you're supposed to be the 6'4 Dane. When maybe you won't be the 6'4 Dane, you got to be Norman Powell. Or maybe you got to be... Might have to be Danny Green. Oh, you, you might be one of the young guys that become a late bloomer, like but we Anthony don't, Simons. But we don't want to know who that is. We don't want right? to know who that is. We don't want to know who that is. And they not, and a lot of people aren't offering that. That's and that's, I think that's the bothering thing about it. And so, for, in that moment, that's why it triggered me. Because, like, Anthony Simons can play. Like, Bro, that's my guy. I don't know him, but that's my guy. Like, he's going to be a good guard in the league for a while. Yeah. Um, he's going to, like I said, he'll definitely be around for a while. Going to your point, like, I think the thing that frustrates, frustrates me the most about that, like, I definitely agree with you. Like, younger players definitely don't. Like I said, I see it every day. Younger players don't want to accept that they have to play a role. Everybody right. wants to be a star. Going back to your point, though, it's always been like that. <laughs> That's a comp. That has been a thing in basketball forever. I but and oh, like oh, I'm sorry. Oh, hands can sit up here and talk about well, we just no, no. Y'all sat and complained and talked and did. Some of y'all quit teams because y'all want to start. Like no, that's been a thing forever. But it wasn't blown up and hyper analyzed like it was today because of our communication Media. efforts. Yeah, exactly. That's so, the difference now. But that is a thing now, so it has to be taken into account. Part so we could look at it like. Oh, that was happening back in y'all day, but to what magnitude? I think it was the same. I honestly think it was the same. The only, the only difference now is, once again, media plays back that we're but seeing. it's direct player-to-fans connection now. There wasn't, like, in the 90s, okay, it wasn't I'm, like somebody could just, just tweet out whatever it is they wanted okay. to tweet. It wasn't like somebody could directly talk to their fans in, in that way so casually every single last day. Okay. So now it's like every little word you say, every sentence that comes out, every time you post anything, whatever, that is going to be hyperanalyzed. Okay. So when it's happening nowadays, it is blown more out of proportion because the players have the ability to blow it more out of proportion. Now, I'm not going to say that the players back in the day wouldn't have done it because I think they would have. It's just the fact oh, that Jordan they could have been ruthless on Twitter, bro. They couldn't have done it, though, because <laughs> it wasn't around. So it's it's. It's a difference. Like I, said, I, like I, said, I was more so just speaking to like mindsets. Like I said, we like I said, definitely understand that like players today, like with the access to media, with the access to their fans, mm-hmm. they definitely are able to say more of what they feel. All I'm saying is older players had the same mentality. They just didn't have the access. Like old heads can sit up here and talk about how all these young players don't respect the game. Da 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 da. Like I can literally talk about 10 stories about old heads who gave up their basketball careers because they felt like the coach won't play in them because they went to a school and somebody started over them like that's been a thing forever in sports it's, yeah. it's it has been a thing changed. forever it's always been a thing forever i think it's more of a thing now than it was back then though i think only reason now is because we see it and people have more options now like, i think it's because we see it more and we have more options it's happening more frequently that's what yeah. i'm saying like the literal number of, of occurrences that we're talking about uh in terms of Players who don't want to play behind anybody, players who want to be big stars instead of like work their way up. Like, mm-hmm. even if you transition into football, you're not gonna hear about a lot of a lot about like Matt Jones type QBs who sit behind to yeah, like right. exactly until they get their shot. Like, no, I'm gonna transfer two, three, four times. I'm gonna reclass. I'm I'm gonna do whatever it takes. I'm gonna 
go overseas and come back. I'm going to exhaust all options before I actually just outwork the person who's starting in front of me. I can say because there were less options back in the day, they did eventually it was like, bro, you're just going to have to work harder. Nowadays, it's just going to always seem like there's always in a school that you can transfer to. Yep. There's always another program that'll take you. There's always going to be another team that'll assign you and give you a chance. So a lot of people are just like, nah, I just need to find the right fit. But a lot of times it's like, no, you just need to play better. That's why I'm always mad about the trade scenarios uh, in, in, the, in the NBA. Like, oh, we got to move this guy. Oh, we got to move that guy. Like me and Lee had conversations about it. And I was like, no, PG doesn't have to go anywhere. He has to play better. Like that's simply it. Right. Simply put. And a lot of guys don't want to take that accountability to play better because all their life it was I can just go somewhere else and it benefits me more more immediately. So there there is a disparity, like not to just talk down on the old heads. It happened back then. I got you. But it is extremely blown out of proportion now. That's fair. James Harden was wrong, correct? Facts. Yeah. Antoine Walker is, is is extremely credible. Absolutely. Bucket. He was a bucket. <laughs> Antoine's a really good he NBA player. Like, I, I don't know what else to say. Bucket. Like, Antoine's a really good NBA player. Yeah, I was I, I saw what he said and it seemed like the conversation, at least reading the quote and then hearing what James Harden said, it seemed like it became a semantics issue. Pretty much. And it's hard to be like, okay, whatever. When, once you start playing the semantics game, is everything's gray at that point. Yeah. In terms, everybody's of right, everybody's wrong. Right. So it was like, all right, cool. But I didn't like the only thing that you can't say, you know, wasn't you know definitive was the fact that he said he wasn't credible, and I was like, which made me think about the entire look at NBA players who go into media or media in general. Who do we classify as credible now, and how do we go about? How do how does the league players go about accepting who's credible and who's not? It's I think it should be a balance because I think NBA players in today's game need to understand that if somebody didn't play in the league or somebody didn't play in college, like whatever, whatever, they still know enough about the game to be credible in, in, in their opinions. Like I mean, half of y'all get coached by guys who didn't even play in the league. Facts. Right? So when you hear something negative, it's not like, oh, dismiss it. He never won a ring or he didn't average 30 like I did. Like, no, people can evaluate your game fairly. Mm -hmm. And that's even regardless of credibility. Like, if they have nothing on their resume that has to do with basketball, that doesn't mean they don't necessarily know about basketball. So it's, it's borderline. But for those people in the media, they do have to realize how far you can take some statements because – some mm -hmm. things can only be said by a certain amount of people because it wasn't like Antoine Walker has said something that hasn't been said before. Like even Bean has criticized Harden's and and Unrighteous. They ain't say nothing like that back because <laughs> there is no questioning Kobe Bryant's credibility. And in my mind, we shouldn't be questioning Antoine Walker's credibility. Mm -hmm. But I think the difference was I think in James Harden's mind, and I know it sounds like I'm speaking for James Harden. I don't know, bro, but. It could have been like, when it's all said and done, I'm going to be more credible than you are on this subject. So, like, what are we talking about? Like, James probably looked at him like, I'm definitively hands down, two feet down, like, right on all fours, yeah. a, better, a, better a better player a better than player. you. Right. And that's, you know, that's the give and take where it's, like, tricky. It's like, yeah, James, you are better than Antoine Walker, hands down. I get it. Like, 
you're amazing, phenomenal, one of the best talents to ever touch the basketball. But that doesn't mean that Antoine Walker can't criticize you. And that doesn't mean what he said was blasphemous of any kind. Exactly. So it's a lot of times when it comes to, we talked about uh, players going into media. A lot of times when it comes to the players who went into media and the players who are still playing today, the, the advantages the players who are still playing today have over the, the players in the media is the fact that they can look at their careers and compare it immediately to their careers and their trajectory. Right. So that's why the guys like Charles Barkley and Shaq and Kenny get to act a fool at times because they're uh, certified. Let's not put Kenny in that category. <laughs> got two of them things. I don't know. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, they Antoine have, got one. Like. And he does. But we all sit here and say Antoine's credible. But that's what I mean. It's a lot of guys who are going to look at it and look at numbers, look at stats, or look at, like, just comparative play and be like, uh, I think I'm already higher than you on the all-time uh, basketball leaderboard. So right. they, they dismiss it, which is not fair. Like, James Harden should not have called Antoine Walker, like, he shouldn't say he wasn't credible. Yeah. B, anything else to it? No, I mean, that's exactly right. Like, and it's always going to be weird. And I think we all have to kind of acknowledge, like, James Harden is somebody who – He's very particular about how he's viewed because he's been viewed as like this ISO score, this flopper, choke art. Like he's been called everything. Everything, every name in the every book. Every name in the book, essentially. <laughs> and a lot of his criticisms fair. have been fair. Fair. Like, <laughs> really fair. They've been pretty much. A lot all of the them money. have come on this pod. Like, <laughs> let's not forget he literally had a minute long video where he didn't play defense. Like that was a thing. Um, but James Harden, like I said, he has the right to feel any way he wants to feel. But you can't tell somebody else who was an all-star in the league that they aren't credible. Like, and especially, it'd be one thing if Antoine had said something, like, super reckless. Like, if he had said something like, well, he would only average 15 points in the 90s. Yeah. Like, that would have been like, okay, yeah, dude, you're not credible. Like, uh, don't James, talk to me. James would put up 30 back then, too. Like, come on, bro. Like, you're just wild. Or you're wild. But, like, no, Antoine said something. Whether you agree with it or not, could have some legitimate argument. He said you probably won't win playing this particular style of basketball. Whether you agree with that is up to you. But that doesn't mean he's not credible in his opinion. Mm-hmm. You want to prove him not credible, James? Win, win. the title. <laughs> win. Like, that's how you prove he's not credible. You win the title now. So, I don't... And to be honest, like, that doesn't invalidate his credibility. That just makes his statement wrong. Exactly. Because we have to realize, like, credibility is your ability to actually speak on a, a subject with a certain kind of validation. Like, yeah. your words carry weight. Anton Walker, if he's talking about basketball, his words are carrying weight. Mm-hmm. It has to have some nuance to it. Exactly. Like I said, going like I said, going back to what we said about Shaq and Charles and Kenny. Like once again, I I would love to sit down and talk to Shaq about the two thousands and the nineties. I would love to. I would love to talk to Charles about playing with Dr. J. I would love to. I honestly, at this point in time, I don't want to hear their opinions on this game of basketball because they aren't adapting to it. They ref- they're, they're, they're refusing, refusing to. And it's like, and once again, I get it your way. You did it your way. Okay, cool, Shaq. You were the most dominant physical force of nature we've ever seen. I get it. Not everybody. Huh? To this day. To this day. <laughs> to this I never day. Saw, I, never saw, <laughs> I never saw Will Chamberlain, so I got to go with Shaq. Right. Like, so I get it, Shaq. Charles, I get it. You were the round mound of rebound. I get it. You were a force of nature. You were Zion before Zion. I get it. Mm-hmm. It's a new age, bro. You have to adapt. And once again. I'm not, and once again, I don't, I just want to go back to that. Like, I wasn't trying to bash them in any way. Because if I was honest, if I was Shaq and had 20 different businesses and running 20 different companies and doing all this stuff, I'm probably not sitting down watching an NBA game on Tuesday night either. I got other stuff to do. 
Charles, same thing. Kenny, same thing. Fair. Like, y'all have y'all have achieved the level of success that allows y'all to feign ignorance. But don't then turn around when we criticize you for doing it. That's all we're saying. Mm-hmm. Like, we have all right to criticize you when you then do that. You then have the right to turn around and say, I'm worth millions. You right. Ain't nothing we can say. <laughs> At that point, if you, you want to bring up dollars and cents, you got you win, it. You win. Like. It's, it's, it's an old back and forth. I just think the one statement that I can say that can't be refuted in any way by them is the fact that you're feigning ignorance. You're disrespecting a lot of those people that are playing in the NBA. That's real. Like a lot of them. This is your job. If I walked into work every day and I act like I didn't know my kids' names, <laughs> that's an issue, right? That's a big issue. If yeah. every day, hey, uh, uh, you should definitely uh, do that uh, one day, though. <laughs> I would definitely do that with my kids. Come here, kid. <laughs> yeah, like, but <laughs> like, I may or may not have done that. <laughs> <laughs> but did you do it on national TV in front of millions? I did not. And then if anybody questioned you, did you go, so? <laughs> like, that's the thing. Like, that's the disrespectful level where it's like, I got you. they can't just be combated. Like, no, nah, that's disrespectful. Learn how to pronounce these people's names. Uh, learn what teams they're on. Learn what they've done in their past. Like, the colleges they went to. It's, I, I get it. Like, there's a lot of work that goes into being an analyst. Yeah. I don't think it's, I'm asking for that much for you to prep a little better. Or at least take prep more seriously. Because the sicker part is, I think it's all right there on the notes. And they just pulled the Jimmy Butler and just... That's why they won an Emmy. Like, they that, don't no, stay on screen. No, they don't stay on screen. It's, really, you're, you're fair. it's really entertaining, <laughs> but it's infuriating if you're somebody like Donovan Mitchell or Anthony Simons or anything like that. So, like, when KD comes out and has a comment, like, these kids got coaches, uh, they got teammates, and et cetera, et cetera. They don't need your opinion. I respect that a lot because that's arguably, I'm going to say, like, top two player in the league right now, Kevin Durant, when he's healthy. Mm-hmm. He's validating the young guys by saying, you don't have to listen to these Hall of Famers. Like, that's that's who he's going combating. Yeah. So when he gets on those, uh, those, those media calls after games and he's having those interviews and he keeps it short with Chuck or whatever, or, like, when he's on Instagram and he calls him an idiot and he's, he's combating it like that, Love to see that because there has to be eventually there's going to be a certain level of disrespect that comes back at them and Katie's already on his way there. So you so you saying they gotta be checks and balances. There's checks and balances, bro. <laughs> there's checks and balances. <laughs> hey, I rock with it. I rock with it. I got nothing against I it. Mad, Let's get to Bronze Warriors, man. Do we? I don't want to talk about that. Let's get to it, man. They lost to the Clippers. One thirty. Like, sounds like, loss is sounds like nice. we're talking about. It. Yeah, we get into it. We get sounds, into it. That loss is saying it nicely though. Yeah, that's loss saying it nicely. Yeah, like they got smacked. They got beat. Walloped. <laughs> Dragged across the floor by the weave. Molly Wop. Yeah, yeah. I like Molly Wop. Absolutely, Fiddle. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the first times where I've seen Steph be fired up like that. animated mm-hmm. on the sidelines. This isn't after him knocking down a three or. You know, making a big play. It's called pride. Sick of this. <laughs> um, He's sick of it. That's pride. He was tight on the sidelines during a timeout. We're just gonna we're gonna write to you, B. What what did you see out of this game? What did you see? Steve Kerr threw that game away. <laughs> I'm like I'm. That's all I got. Steve Kerr threw the game away. He threw the game away. It was a two point game at the end of the first quarter. Okay, let him know. 
Two points. Two, two points. of them. This is solid. That was with Kawhi going off. That's Kawhi was going to work in the first quarter. Only one bucket. Listen to this analysis. Only one bucket. Steph wasn't even hot yet, and it was two-point game. Two I was points. like, oh, I watched that first quarter. I was like, okay. Deuce, deuce. Solid. This is going to be a good game. All right. And then he threw out a lineup. What's the lineup, B? Who was in it? <laughs> it was Nico Mannion, one. who just got called up from the G Just League. got called up. Jordan Poole just got called back as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Both had good stretches in the G League, mind you. Oh, both of them were excellent. Mm-hmm. Nico Mann is not ready to be an NBA point guard yet, but we don't get to that later. Dif- different leagues. Different leagues. Absolutely. <laughs> Nico Mann, Joey Poole, Juan Toscano Anderson, oh, man. Mm. Kelly Oubre, okay. and Eric Paschal. What? That was his lineup to open the second quarter. Open the, it. the second? Uh, wait, 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 wait. Down two. Wait, wait. The wait. second. Who was supposed to get buckets? The second? <laughs> you tell me. The second? You tell me. <laughs> Kelly, <laughs> I don't, I don't. And you know what's weird? It sounds like he threw out a lineup of like, you know, when somebody asks you for like some chips or something like that. Like you ever been, you you've been in class, right? Mm-hmm. And somebody got a bag of chips, like, like break bread, some chips, break bread. And they're like, yeah, and they're like, man, here. That's what does that lineup sound like? Because everybody's like, yo, why isn't Jordan Poole getting more here? Like, I'm going to throw him in where he can't really affect the game as well. And the exactly. Fun- <laughs> That's what it felt like. It felt like Steve was just so fed up with hearing your second unit sucks, which it does. You don't you don't know how to do your rotations. I know. So guess what? I'm going to throw out the worst lineup I possibly can to show maybe I was kind of smart in playing Brad Wanamaker. Like, you set your own team up for failure. Mm. And that, to me, is, like, mind-blowing as a coach who you literally have all the cash in the world. We get it. Like, Steve right now is so inundated in that organ- organization mm-hmm. because of the titles, because of the records. Like, he mm-hmm. can't be touching that organization. And he's earned that. But on the flip side of that, if I – like, I really feel like all that Steph Curry anger was directed at Steve. He just couldn't say it. Mm-hmm. Like, he's yelling at the guys. You know what's weird? Before you said that, at the beginning of this stuff, I was like, man, when we started talking about Steph Curry being animated, I was like – I feel like he's yelling at Steve, but he can't say he's yelling at Steve. He and I was can. like, I ain't going to say it. I ain't going to say it. Like, because once Steph's not that kind of guy. He's I, not. I kind of wish he was right now. He's not. But he's not that kind of guy. So he's got to yell at the guy. Come on, guys. Let's get it. Let's do it, guys. Come on. Come on. I'm not going out like this. And then back of his mind, he's going, Steve, I swear to God, if you don't know, how, if you don't fix this, if you don't start running 20 high pick and rolls with me and James Wiseman, like, yo, I've done everything you've asked me to do. I, I played backseat to KD. When I could have been the man, no, no, that's, I, run, I run all your off-ball movement when I could be playing like Dame averaging 35. This is the reason why we call Steph the most unselfish superstar ever. Like, I've done everything you've asked of me, Steve, and you can't figure out that maybe we should not be running the most, like, the most complicated offense with, like, one of the lowest IQ teams uh-huh, in the league. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Speak yeah. on it. And really nice way of saying it. Yes. And like, and then the thing that made it bad was how stubborn he was with it. What did he do? Like the clip, he came out with that line. <laughs> shut up, shut up. He came out with that line in the second quarter. It was obvious within three minutes they were about to get blown off the floor. Yes, it was obvious. They had no flow, no rhythm. Defense was horrible. They were fouling all over court. They else? were in the bonus. What else? Nine minutes left in the quarter. Oh, yeah. what else? Sweet baby. It was horrible. <laughs> and Steve literally just ah. Ah, this is what y'all wanted. Y'all wanted them to play. See? See? <laughs> See? This is what we See? run by offense. See? <laughs> I told you. Here. 
Like, Here. I'm going to call a timeout now, finally. I'm not going to put Steph back in the game or no. Draymond or no. come on, somebody, any no. veteran that could stabilize this. No. I'm not. They're running a 2-3 zone, so I'm not going to put another shooter on the floor. I'm going to stick with this yes. horrible lineup with why, no spacing. Why would you put another shooter on the floor? Like, yeah, this is, this is just what we're going to do. We're going to fail at this, and then I'm going to go to the media afterwards and talk about, well, you know, we just didn't have it. We were sloppy. Mm. We didn't get a good practice. Shut up, Steve. This is on you. On you. And I – yo – and people wanted to blame Steph for that game. Steph walked off the court at the end of the first. It was a two-point game. Two of them. He walked back in with five minutes left in the second. And it was 17. Mm. What else do you want him to do? It's a whole different game. At that point, and you could see, like, the whole Golden State team was just deflated at that point. It was mm. no energy left. They were like, we're playing the Clippers. They're blowing us out. Whatever. We ain't going to get back it, into it, this. It's over. Yeah. Like, all they had to do was keep that within eight, ten points. And that was going to be a great game. And they couldn't do that. That loss is on you, Steve. And for the love of God, you don't bench a rookie for missing a COVID test. Yes, no. big deal. Big deal. Big deal. I'll agree with you. Huge deal. Okay. Big deal. Huge deal. You're a professional now. You yes. handle yourself accordingly. For sure. Mm-hmm. Correct. You do not bench him when he's already has low confidence. He has low confidence. Y'all been talking about this whole year. We're going to build him up. We're going to build him up. He's the future. He's the future. Okay, you want to set a precedent that he had to handle himself like a professional? You'll find him like you do with everything else. Hmm. Especially if he didn't break protocol. If he had broke protocol, yeah, I'm with you. Sit him. Mm-hmm. He went out somewhere he wasn't supposed to. Cool. Like, if he just missed the test for whatever reason, he overslept, got caught in traffic, whatever. If Like, come on, he's 19. I'm not, I'm not mad at the benching. We talked about this beforehand. Yeah. I'm mad at the benching and then playing him in the fourth. If you're going to bench him, bench him. Go all the way. Yeah, like 100%. And then it's just more hilarious because James Wiseman had an incredible fourth quarter. (laughs) So (laughs) it's just like. Like, Steve, like the team you have, I get it, is not great by any stretch of the imagination. Y'all should at least be the seventh seed. Yeah. I said six at the beginning of the season after watching it. I can mm-hmm. understand why y'all won't be the six. Y'all could be though. But seven seed, like, is the minimum y'all should be. Y'all should not be the 10. Y'all should not be nine. Y'all should not be fighting for a playoff spot right now. Like, this is ridiculous. And management need to make some trades. Some people need to go. I don't care who at this point, really. <laughs> I really don't. It sounds like it should he be said- Steve. Put names in a hat. <laughs> I really don't. Shake them up. The only two names that ain't in that hat. The only two names that ain't in that hat is Steph and Draymond. Go, go, go. That's the only two names that's not in the hat. Anybody else that we can get out of here for a good player? It's hilarious because every time the Warriors lose, Leak texts me and he's like, see, Brad Bill. And I'm like, okay, Leak. <laughs> and this is one I'm like, Leak, you got it. Because I understand now. You got it. Real quick, real quick. Talk, management wise. Mm-hmm. Looking at the success, mm-hmm. the the very great early success mm-hmm. of Lamelo Ball and James Watt, and and then looking at James Wiseman, did Golden State miss in a way? No, because no. they would have just oh. made Lamelo Ball suffer. This yeah. isn't about James Wiseman playing bad. He's not a bust or anything like that. Steve Kerr is not doing what he should be doing and handling this rookie. So. And my, like, it's, to me, it's like, you show me what you're going to do with a stud. Yeah. If y'all would have drafted a little mellow ball, I'm just going to assume you would have made him suffer in the same way. 
Like Lamelo would have been better with Golden State than Wiseman is right now. Would he have let him? That's the question. Like I think Lamelo would have figured out Golden State because he he just has a better basketball sense than Wiseman. Fair. Like, I think he would have figured out the system a little bit better. Like say he's a ball handler which they need desperately. Like he would have been better. I don't think he would be what he is in Charlotte. No, but he would be better than Wiseman is right now. The problem is I was all for the Wiseman pick. I was all for it. I still am. But as, as, I think we should be. As we should I don't, I don't be. Think, Absolutely. This is and, not and a I, diss towards and, and James Wiseman at all. It was more rhetorical because I'm like, I'm still on the James Wiseman and Golden State train. But to your point, if I'm Bob Myers or anybody in that front office, I'm going to Steve and I'm literally looking him in the face and I'm saying, dude. I'm forcing him to play him. Not even for. I'm asking a real question. I'm like, dude, are you going to change? Because if you're not going to change, we need to get him out of here. There's right. no point. Exactly. Fair. Like, if you're not willing to change and adapt your system, for whatever reason, you think it's the best way to use that, blah, 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 blah. Okay, cool. Fair. You have earned that right. Three championships, you've earned that. Five finals appearances. We got we to gotta let this kid go before we kill a stop. Huh? We, we need to get him out of here. We need to get something else for him. We need to get some people in who fit your system. Right. And, like, that's what we're doing then. But don't sit here and, like, Steve, don't sit here and tell us, well, I'm going to use Wiseman. We're going to Like, no, Steve, you have – he's not Andrew Bogut. No. He's not. No. He's not David West. He's not them guys. I don't know. Steve Kerr is still coaching as if Clay's on the floor. And huh? that's what kills me. But even, like, even the system itself isn't bad. But once again, you have to adapt something. And he's not. That's exactly. the whole point. That's like even just, even just using Wiseman. Like Wiseman is not a back to the basket big. He's a face up. Yeah, big. face up. Why do we keep putting him on the low block, low block and watch him do that same split action that we watch Bogan and David West do? Because that's what Bogan and David West did. Okay, cool. <laughs> you know who you run that for? Kabon Looney, because that's what he does. Fair. When Wiseman's in the game, yo, high pick and roll, face up game. Let him work. That's Get him some touches. That's called an adjustment, and he ain't been making them. And that's all. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying scrap your whole playbook, Steve. Fair. Like it clearly still gets Steph buckets. He's averaging thirty. Mm-hmm. Like it works for Draymond. It works for Steph. We get that. Mm-hmm. But if you're gonna have these young guys, Jordan Poole, who looks good every time you actually put the ball in his hands instead of making him a spot up shooter, James Wiseman, who once again not great by any stretch of imagination. He's a rookie with a lot of issues. We get it. Mm-hmm. But you can't sit here and tell me he does not have flashes where you're like. Yo, great, great, great. Like, he just went coast to coast, like, Euro stuff dunk. Like, you can't teach that. Yeah. Right. Like, y- if you can't figure that out, Steve, if you can't get in your mind to the point, like, okay, we have to change some things, not everything, but some things, mm-hmm. get Wiseman out of it. Trade him for Zach Levine, Brad Bill, I don't care. Get a get another shooter scoring there. Get a big man who can run your system. And, like I said, it's okay. Granted, Steve, I'll at least look at you and be like, okay, at least you were able to accept that. You right. know what type of coach you are. Because, once again, not every coach can adapt. That's fair. But don't lie to my face and tell me you're going to do it and don't. So, I'm looking at this report right now from NBCSports.com. And it says, and they were alluding to the very same thing, the, the second unit backcourt. And just that second unit in, the sec, in that second quarter. And he said, and I quote, Sure, this isn't something I'm going to do for one game, Kersad. I'm going to play those guys together. I like the potential. We got a couple of guys who can run, pick, and roll, and are really good passers. And we've got James <laughs> diving to the rim. There's a lot of potential there. You just don't put a group like that out for one game and lose faith. You've got to give it a chance. We spent the first half of the season playing a second unit that really never got any traction, to what Brian was saying. So it just feels like a good time to try a different track. Mm. And that's the track he chose. We ain't got to talk about this no more. I ain't expect- 
<laughs> we can move on. The only thing that's defensible there is the fact that James Wiseman didn't play last night, which would have affected that group dramatically, yeah. no doubt. What is not defensible is Nico Mannion and Joe. Why Cole. is Nico Mannion the point guard? <laughs> I love yo. I think Nico's gonna be a fine NBA ball player. Same. I do. He is not ready to be an NBA guard. Give the ball to Jordan Poole. Play Damian Lee. He's a shooter. He's one of the few guys that understands what the heck they're doing in your offense. So why aren't you playing him? Like, Steve, I bounce for you. <laughs> oh, man, this hurts. <laughs> that was that was pain. That was pain. You saw it. You saw it. That was pain, bro. That was. Pain. I've never been. Oh, watching this is like, yo, Steve. You are literally proving everything everybody said about you. Like Steph has proved. Granted, he proved it already. But Steph proved this year. Okay, I don't need Clay. I don't need KD. I just need a competent team, and right. I'm gonna go out here and get 25 plus. Right. Ain't no questions about Steph Curry. There's a lot of questions about you right now, Steve. It ain't looking good. So fix it. I don't know what you need to do. Well, I know what you need to do, but you're not going to do it. You should do it. Fix it. Well, we shall see. Warriors sitting. Oh, they can, they can smack the next two games, too. That's what's sad. Warriors about. are sitting at the 10th spot, 19-19. Uh, they lost the last four. Um, but like you said, they got two games versus they got Lakers. The Jazz and the Lakers. Yeah, Jazz and Lakers. Um, so we shall see about those two games. And like I said, sitting at tenth, sitting at tenth, so pitiful, right there in the play-in. Pitiful. <laughs> Which I want to talk about. Wasted a year, Steph Curry's prime. Oh man, wasted, wasted. It's starting to feel like it. Wasted. It's starting wasted. to feel like Woo. it. GTA. They're about five. They're about five games away from wasting another year of Steph Curry's prime. Man, another one. They didn't waste a year already. This will be the first year they wasted. I guess. Broke his hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't blame that on Steve Kerr. I'll be honest, after watching this team this year, last year would have been the same thing. Yeah, but he broke his hand. So <laughs> you can use that as a scapegoat. That's, that's it. And then COVID. Like, yeah. COVID. Sheesh. All right, what do we want to talk about next? Do you want to talk about Kyrie? We can talk about Kyrie. We can talk about Kyrie. We can yeah. talk about Kyrie. What's still talking about? <laughs> I don't know. He's getting MVP about? chance in Barclays, man. It's the Barclays. He's supposed to. It's their home arena. You dropped him 40. I mean, it was a great game. He played a great game. It was amazing. Kyrie doesn't look like one of the top five players in the league right now. I mean, sure. At but he any should given be in the moment. Yeah. yeah. At any when given moment. I mean, consistent. When Kyrie's hot, like, he definitely mm-hmm. looks like a top five player. I just, like, MVP. Like, it, come on. Are we really huh. saying he's in the MVP conversation? No, I don't think anybody no. from the Brooklyn Nets should be anymore because KD missed so many games. Like, Nah, he's not an MVP candidate. He can play like an MVP at times, and he has been a lot this season. He's, he's been phenomenal this season. He's almost Amazing. averaging 50, 40, 90. I think, it's, I think it's the free throws. I think he's shooting like 88, 89%. That's, mm-hmm. that's the only thing to keep him. Like, I'm amazing. So Phenomenal. You're just going to say, oh, is he just being a show? Let's just leave it there? You say he's he's just, a- he just, a, you know, just a great show, and we're just going to leave it there. It's not a great show. I wouldn't call him a great show. Like, there's there's great shows, and then they're, <laughs> they're not impacting the game or winning as much as, as Kyrie has been. He's been – Kyrie this season has been – I want to knock on wood because I might be saying I, it a little I, bit too I was early. trying to, like, inch all into it. 
does Kyrie look different to y'all? And I, I think that's he's looking like everything that I wanted him to be. Kyrie doesn't look any different. He to looks y'all. like he's, the best version of himself. That's the best way I can put it. He's looking like the Kyrie that I was like, yo, if this Kyrie sh- uh, shows up, everybody needs to shut up. That's what I I love about this Kyrie. Whether it's on the court, off the court, locker room, whatever it is, the way he's just carrying basketball period mm-hmm. and the way he's he's maneuvering specifically even after his uh brief uh hiatus mm-hmm. uh getting his mental health right it's been on the p's and q's like there hasn't been a miss breakline has been on a tear mm-hmm. even without kd facts i don't if if anybody has anything negative to say about Kyrie at this point it's just like like why? You're a hater, right? Yeah, like yeah, you're 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 <laughs> <laughs> you're a hater. Nah, like no, because he's tearing down all the negative signals that were associated with his name in terms of like being a bad locker room presence for the Celtics team. I love the comment he made. Loved it when mm-hmm. he was just like when they asked about his interaction. He was like, you're "Crazy, right? Crazy." And it, he, <laughs> he has some words I can't say, but he was just like, "Yo, like it's crazy how much." We dislike each other, but show each other this much love, in a sense. And I don't think that's fake. I don't think that's fake. And I think a lot of those guys in uh, that Celtics locker room oh, like did him. appreciate and, and love Kyrie and learned a lot from Kyrie in, in, in their time there. I think, I think it's kind of been... I think he was on a mission this year to already prove the media to be idiots. Mm-hmm. Um, and not all media, but... That's how strongly it felt for him. At least I'm, I'm putting the feelings into him. Um, he made it seem. Mm-hmm. His sentiments towards the media. Exactly. But now they're being validated over and over again by his play, by the way he's engaging with everybody else, the way, the way he's engaging with his social issues. It's like, what, what, can you, what negatively can you say about Kyrie? There's been nothing. And that's why all these publications have come out and said nothing but praise for Kyrie. Yeah. Stephen A. A couple months ago, you told him to retire. I mean, it's amazing when Kyrie doesn't say stupid things. We all kind of just let him live. <laughs> but then the issue was is like how many? Of, now that's the thing. It's gonna be like <laughs> how many of things of the things he was saying was actually stupid. Now that's fair. Because do you feel Kyrie has changed a lot? Now the way you carry yourself is one thing. Yeah. But in terms of the way you're you're dealing with. So what you're saying is you're saying he's hooping well, so everybody's quiet. But if he won't hooping well, the team's just winning. Because even when he was hooping well, they were just losing games. Like it's different, right? Because people hoop well, and you're still gonna find something to say about them, right? So the like team's Steph success- Curry is still being said that he needs to prove something, and he's hooping phenomenally this year. Okay, so it's him hooping well and the winning, and the winning yeah, that has allowed winning quiets everything. Did Kyrie Always. change? No, they're just winning games, so people have to shut up. That's all that has happened. So Kyrie. Doesn't look any different. No, I think he's no. grown. Of course, like he's like said, he's definitely hit like the peak of his career. He's twenty eight. This is like the dead prime of his career, and I think that's showing this year. I think this this year, maybe next year, might be the peak of his career. Like this is the best version of Kyrie we ever see, which is perfectly fine. It's a great version of Kyrie. Like I said, I think this is the best we've ever seen him look. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's doing anything different necessarily, but he's doing it the best way he knows how. He's in the perfect situation for him. He has James Harden who will handle the point guard responsibilities. When they get KD back, he's going to be able to play even more like without the defense king on him because you got to direct your attention between James Harden, KD, and Kyrie. They're playing a system that is very loose, very fluid, allowing him to ISO as much as he wants to essentially. Like 
he's in the perfect situation for him. And he's showing himself that he's handling it. Mm-hmm. I will say, not negative thing, I'm just saying, I think it will be interesting to see what this net seems look like when they really hit adversity. Because that's when you find out what type of team you are. And I'm just leaving it there. Well, that's up in the air about any adversity because they just signed Blake Griffin um, after his buyout from the Detroit Pistons. Mm-hmm. And it looks to be that he, what are you doing? It looks to be this boy been locked out of the Coca Cola. <laughs> He's been locked out of it. <laughs> it looks to be that Andre Drummond, um, once he is bought out from Cleveland, um, that he will also be a part of the Brooklyn Nets as well. Leaning towards it. Leaning, it leaning, that's leaning. That's what, leaning. The, that's what the rumors are. Leaning, and rumors can be fickle because we did report that. No, um, no, nah, nah, it probably was true. That um, Chris Stavs was being looked to be traded, or he was being shopped in a sense. Yeah. Um, Mark Cuban has quieted those because he dropped like twenty eight and fourteen last game or something like that. Because that's Mark Cuban's job to so, not put his players on the market <laughs> on national TV. So um, he kind of quieted those rumors, but like I said, leaning. So adversity they may not see. Um, I mean, if they get Andre Drummond, like I said, I'm, I'll pick them to win the title. Well, because that's just, that's just like, at that point, it's just like, okay, y'all got it. Y'all, we're talking over. about on-court adversity. <laughs> yeah, right? on-court Because going into yeah. the season, even last season, it wasn't like Kyrie's a stranger to adversity. Or yeah. even every single last player on the Nets. Like, we had talked about uh, whether there was a team as this, like, uh, that came together as mm-hmm. these three individual players. Like, you heard KD get called Cupcake and Snake, and he ruined the league for years. Heard James Harden, you can't win with him. Uh, he he's a choke. He can't play in the playoffs. Not clutch. New York Kyrie, he's a whiner, bad teammate, et cetera, et cetera. They right. come together, they click. Everything's a little quiet. Generally, what's happening is everybody just keeping their tweets in the drafts. That's all that is. Everybody has it in the tuck. If they go on like a three four game losing slide, people oh, gonna come back course. out and say they can't win. Uh, if they do win a chip, then they're going to call it flu and say it's cheating. So all the people who do flip-flop like that, I don't care about your opinion. You can shut up. Um, <laughs> they're not credible. They're not credible. <laughs> they're not credible. Oh, um, I think I think they're going to be fine regardless. I think they're in a groove where, like I had said, maybe a year ago around this time when I was like, Kyrie and KD both chose to come to the Nets. This is mm-hmm. Kyrie's first situation when he's like, I want to be here. Right. And ever since then, every step of the way, he's gotten better and better and better at being a Brooklyn net, which is supposed to happen. Whether it's leadership on the floor, off the court, whether it's just the way you carry yourself as a person, which I don't think he was doing a bad job beforehand, but that's just my personal opinion. But I can't say he is doing a better job now in terms of the way the general public would view him. Man, barring injuries, y'all know how I felt before James Harden got there, before Blake Griffin signed, like all of that. It's getting real scary out here for the league if, you know, barring injuries. Yeah, I mean, I, that's, I think that's why I said adversity. And, and, and when Brian, I think Brian meant adversity on the court. On I the assume, court. Yeah, because of course, on the court. in terms of off the court, as long as they win games on the court, it kind of quiets things off the court. So it kind of. If they face adversity on the court, that's when I think you'll start to see issues crop up in the locker room or whatever case. Because that's how it always goes. Like yeah. when you're winning, nobody says anything in the locker room. We all just even if you don't like been, the environment, it becomes yeah. Shaq and Kobe. Even if you don't like them, if you're, you're winning, put our clothes yeah. on, we gonna Bus- walk out the door. Business as usual. Exactly. Soon as on court things start happening, now you get to see. Okay, 
how do I really trust you to take that shot? Exactly. Should I so, really run that play? No, I'm going to keep it and all that in the third. And, and that's where it becomes a little more murky. My whole thought process is, and I guess going, I guess in some part playing into what Brian was saying about overstacking the team, quote unquote, overstacking the team. If you put so many super talented guys on one mob, you leave no room for doubt. Yeah. Then it's like, yeah, you might not get met with adversity. This might just be clean real, sweep. Clean sweep. <laughs> yeah. Might it might just be like that. Fair. And it it doesn't it doesn't invalidate the ring, yeah. but it definitely says I don't it definitely still has the questions of we don't know what y'all look like when your back's against the wall. Exactly. I mean, I And so I don't think anybody needs preferably like if you were just talking about me as a competitor I don't want anybody to see me with my back against the wall. I want to be that dominant. But isn't that when legends are made, though? Fair. But, like, <laughs> if, if I don't know, like, if I was going into a situation and I could either just dominate the league or struggle and lose some or it'd be. No, we, I want we've been to be yeah. hands yeah, we, down, undisputed. Like, I want to be like Amanda Nunes. I want to be Serena Williams. Like, that's the kind of domination that I want in mm-hmm. my, like, competition and my field. And I think that's perfectly okay. Nobody's going to sit here and say, oh, like, Amanda done swept her whole division nearly twice or whatever. So we got to invalidate it because she can't fight anybody that can actually give. I saw that last fight. It was like, it was like 27. It was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. And I was like, wow, nobody's ever going to beat her until she decides to retire. When it's, when it's like that, a lot of people are just like, oh, we didn't, you didn't get the entertainment of thinking that they might lose. That's all that I hear from that. But if we can all choose, if you could choose winning in game seven or just going out there and smacking them each and every last time, if every game you were like, oh, I'm going to go out there and I'm trying to beat the mess out this team, you're going to choose that, Greg. You're not going to choose to lose game two and three. You're going to say, I want to go out there. I want to win game one by 50. I want to win game two, 60. Game three was close. I only got them by 35. And then game four, we swept them by like 70. Like, that's what you're going to want. Like, nobody's no, ever going to say, I want to give a game. Nobody's ever going to say, I want to lose. Nobody's ever going to say, I want them to come close to sniffing competition. You want to dominate. That, so when you have a team and you build a team, you're going to want to build a team that dominates. So, like, I'm not – I was never mad at the Super Team era. I was never mad at the Heat, the, the, the Celtics, mm-hmm. Warriors, the Warriors. Whoever. Like, it just made sense in terms of winning to me. And it's not unfair. It's not cheating. Like, it's all in the rule books. Now, when you're comparing rings – which one are we going to look at with more glossy eyes? Of course, they're dirt green. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? The, the, the 09 Kobe chip. Like, mm-hmm. those are the rings where we're going to feel like, wow, like they had to overcome so much. Mm-hmm. You know, bronze 3-1 comeback had to overcome so much. But in that moment, if you had asked Braun in 2016, right before then, like, hey, like, would you rather come back from 3-1 or just get it this over with in four? He's like, I'm not trying to lose a game. So... Like I said, I definitely agree with you. Like I said, nobody ever wants to go in and be like, oh, yeah, I want to go seven. Like, you want to go in with the intention of sweeping everybody. Like I said, Shaq and Kobe Lakers, 15 And if you can prepare yourself to sweep everybody, you're going to. And that's fair. I'm, like I said, I, I've, never, I've never complained about LeBron going to Miami, KD going to go State. I'm not complaining. Like I said, I'm not going to complain now about if Andre Drummond goes to the Nets. I'm simply going to – I'll say the same thing I said when KD went to Golden State. You just better win. You better win. <laughs> you just better win. Like, there's no – there's no more. That is fair. You better win. Like, you have 
to win. Facts. There's nothing Barring I can say. injury, you have injury and to COVID. win. We got a lot of things going on. And now. like I said, it, it was, I'm somebody that would simply say as well, like I value Steph's 2015 ring more than I value the 17-18 ring. Like, you were supposed to win, though. I said rings are weighted, like, but a ring is a ring. But going to your point, this idea of like, you do, like, I think everybody's a competitor. You want to know what you are when you actually face off against the best. Yeah. Like, I could not, lose, but I did because I'm I was better. Not because I, like I said, I see it every year in AAU. I see it in high school. When you have nine D1 guys on your team and you're playing a team of D3s, it's like, yeah, this is what's supposed to happen. You're supposed to win. So, I get it. You want it to be on the stack mob. You want it to have the deck stacked your way. You wanted it to be a little bit easier for you. That's fair. You just better win. You better win. And then, like I said, I'm somebody that I honestly believe. Like, there has to be some part of you that's kind of like, but how good would, like, how would this have turned out if the roles were even? Or if there were three D1 guys on that team, there were four on this team. Like, it's always, it's just a question you have to ask yourself. Like, KD has to ask himself sometimes, like, what if me, Westbrook, and Harden could have got back against Miami? I feel like you, you may ask yourself that question. Um, he may. I have no idea what goes on through Kevin Durant's head. All I can say is, like, throughout my years of sports, throughout my years of competing, blowouts and blowout losses, I've never asked myself that. Like, I've been on mods where, like, we just go onto the field and we're just, like, thrash teams. And I never thought... Man, if there was only somebody as good as me on the other team, or if we just even this out, it's not pickup. I'm trying to win. Like pickup, pickup. I'm trying to be entertained some too. Like I don't want to just walk into to any of these gyms and we just have like just a pickup game and we just wash through everybody to eleven and two. Like that's just not fun. But if I have a jersey and a team name on the front and my name on the back, I am trying to wash through everybody because I. I value domination more than entertainment. Like that, I like I said, and like I said, I went through that period my senior year of high school. Like I said, we were the number one team in the state. Where it's like we, we had a couple tough games outside our conference, but once we got to our conference schedule, we knew there was only one team that was going to give us a challenge. We blew everybody else in the conference out by thirty, and we had like a long three, four week stretch where we literally won every game by like 20, 30 points. And I remember that was the part of the season where I was the most bored. Like I wasn't having fun. It was like it was just a drag. Cause like, what am I trying to pump myself up for? I know we're gonna win. There's no chance of us losing. We're gonna walk out here. I'm gonna get 15. He's gonna get 16. He's gonna get 13. And we're gonna walk out here with a 30 point dub because we know we're that much better. That to me wasn't fun. It was like, give me a real opponent. No, I, give me somebody who can challenge. But did me. you stop winning? Huh? No, you're never gonna stop winning. That's my point. You're gonna try to win. You're always gonna walk on the court trying to win. You would have never said like, "Hey, coach, like, can we trade half this team to like, can we, can we yeah. scrimmage yeah. half, like, give, give, give them four or five of our boys so we can just make this interesting." But I definitely was like, I don't want this. Like, I did not want that to be. You want to be challenged. I want a challenge. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. Like, I as a competitor, I want a challenge. Like, I want somebody who's gonna stand across from me who might be a little bit better than me. You like, want it. honestly, because you want to love, validate yourself. He knows. I love playing against people who are better than me because I'm going to go at your neck and I'm going to try to do the impossible. As competitors, we generally do. But <laughs> if I'm gearing up to win something, I'm going to try to prepare to win as handsomely as possible. <laughs> Not handsomely. <laughs> handsomely. Yes. Smile on my face. Get this work. Like, that's, that's, that's at the end of the day, like, 
I get it. We were all in the driveways. We all counted down the seconds before we shot that last shot. We missed it. We got the rebound. I act like it was some more time on the clock. Yeah. But y'all had driveways? No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. Nah, I, I had did. a little patio. We, yeah, had a little. <laughs> I ain't even had that. We, we was in the street like with it. Yeah, yeah, we was in. The, shout out Jonas L- Court. Free throw line to elbow. And we only had one elbow. That was the no, left we, hand. Elbow. No wonder we got so good at elbows. Yeah, bro. Couldn't shoot from anywhere else. But granted, like that's we lived off that last second game-winning shot you don't have game-winning shots unless the score is close right but granted while you're playing the game and before the game is played you don't want the score to be close if i can get up 20 in the fourth in the first quarter i don't care who i was playing against i don't care how talented they were in comparison to me if we can get up and just get up big and keep the league that's what i want because i want to win at the end of the day and i don't want to be any doubt in anybody's mind like i'm the kind of guy who you want the surest win I want to win in a way that's so definitive, you can't tell me what if, Greg. Right. Like, if we play w- ones, I don't want to beat you 11-10. I want, you be- I want to beat you 11-2 so you can't say, like, ah, oh, man, like, that one time you traveled or, like, I didn't call that carry or mm. I got tired. I want to, like, whoop you. I wanted it to be like, man, you should have quit when it was 5-0, but you kept playing out of pride. Like, that's how I want to win, where it's just unquestioned. So mm-hmm. I can understand why, like, this happens the way it happens, especially when we cherish championships as much as we do. We're going to get this. So long story short, I'm fine with the man, Andre Drummond. It doesn't invalidate the ring. Um, they just better win. They just better they win. Because you don't, if you lose when you stack, oh, my God. Yeah, like, that's, that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> well, no, hypothetically, we'll have that conversation. Like, we'll, oh, we'll get to that bridge. that's a bad day for you. <laughs> that's going to be about as bad as Leak. No, no, we talked about, I mean, I this... The Nets have pretty much put the Clippers off the hook. No, like, I didn't even see the Nets doing all hook. of this. I thought it was just gonna be like, KD, Kyrie, and we gonna rock out. <laughs> soon as soon as I was like, soon as Harden got there, Harden, I, was, I said the Clippers are off the hook now. Facts. Like they don't have any in terms of the pressure from last season and and or losing. You know, after being up three one, like all that is pretty much eradicated. Yeah, because eradicated. we have completely soon shifted. As Harden came. We shifted to a whole different mob, Facts. and so. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. The Clips are playing well. I I wish Leak was here to give us his two cents on the Clips. Fair is relative. Um, so one of the things that I did want to ask him, and I guess I'll ask you guys, uh, there's, I guess reports are saying that the team is looking to stay intact, the Clippers stay intact, even though a lot of people, and Leak for sure. Oh, man. 101 trade vying, scenarios from Lou. Has been vying for a trade to get Lou Will out, you know, possibly get in another ball handler because they're not so certain on Pat Bev being, you know, a point guard in mm-hmm. playoff moments. Um, but it's looking like the team will stay intact. Is that a mistake? Uh, I think it's because they couldn't find anybody to trade with. <laughs> I'll be honest. I was telling Lee that too. I was like, I don't think anybody wants to deal with the Clippers. They couldn't find anything that was worth their while. So they were like, Guess we're staying put. About four, it's not by choice. Yeah, Leak exactly. is sick. Cause Leak always brings people like, y'all stole Schroeder, and I'm like, well, people want to deal with the Lakers. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like yeah. I said, I'll be like, I'm the same way. Like I just don't know. I get they couldn't. I honestly, they just couldn't find the move they wanted. Okay. So they were just like, I think they're gonna wait for the buyout market, see how that goes. They might try to ask somebody there. But other than that, like I think they're gonna try to stay put once again. Trade deadline still, what, two weeks away? Right. Like, you never know what can come across the table in two weeks. Right. Like, somebody might get desperate. In the span of two weeks, like, we might see some teams go from being like, oh, we're in the playoff race to, no, we're out of it. Let's change up our whole game plan. Yeah. So, like I said, still time. 
Like I said, I think they're still like going to try to get Kyle Lowry in there some way, somehow. Kyle Lowry is like the name I'm really interested to see where he goes. Yeah, Leek th- was preaching that since like, the all season. I do think he's a name that shifts the the contenders. Clips, the yeah. Contenders. Like if he goes to the Clips, like I have, I move the Clips up like a higher level. I do the same thing if he goes to Philly. Like if he goes to Philly, like I'm putting them up on that uh, Brooklyn level. Like they'll be able to contend with Brooklyn and so on, so on and so forth. Like Kyle Lowry is a name that can really shift that dynamic. So, but yeah, other than like Kyle Lowry, like who else are they gonna get? Like for Lou Will, I don't know. <laughs> I honestly don't know. Exactly. I mean, like I I was reading the reports. And I said, I mean, okay. And I didn't think my initial thought wasn't oh they couldn't find anybody. My initial thought was oh I guess they feel comfortable with the pieces they have. They are playing pretty well. They lost four in a row going into the All Star. Um, they did lose four in a row, but they were. I mean, they were they playing. They did rip off a tear, and then PG missed a lot of games. I, I mean, that's fair. Like they're the four seed, though. Like it's not like they're. No, PG missed a lot. No, nah, but they were in terms of what, and they were playing well before that. They were playing extremely well. PG yeah, missed a lot like, of games. I'm telling y'all. Like I mean, so, you, PG missed. Yeah. So I was like, all right, cool. Maybe they all right with this situation. Maybe they are right with what's going they on. Are, they and, are good. You know, they're if, content with the pieces. If you were the Clippers GM looking around the conference, looking around the landscape of the NBA, do you feel comfortable? Do I feel comfortable? Like, no, because I want to make a move, but I'm not. Do you think you can win a title with the team that's constructed is my question when I say comfortable? I have no choice but to believe that. We all in on this. I can't tell. Like, we got Kawhi and PG. Yeah, I mean, like. I might lose my job. <laughs> I can't say. I don't know. Like, no, do I think? Do I think the? I'm the saying yeah. I might be lying. We, we but just I'm had, we had yeah. a whole section talking about. Hey, you gotta adjust. You gotta adapt. Sometimes you look around and you go, "Hey, guys, we started off as a contender, and the rest of the league is showing us that we're not." I think the Clippers are still a contender. I think they're like right on the border, bro. To keep it a band, I think they're number two contender in the West. Hmm. To keep it a real band, it's so Lakers got, and Clips. Lakers, Clips. So you. I feel like like you, I don't you any hold, other team. Utah, I think they. And you've they, been holding Utah to high high standards. So do you think Utah? I think right now Utah and Clippers will be a fifty fifty series. It's fifty fifty. Okay. Like I think Utah has the pieces. They have the game plan. They could go right at the Clippers' neck. And the Clippers, like I said, they have the star power. You have Kawhi and PG. You have to hope PG doesn't turn into. Playoff P. Play. Way, <laughs> Way off, off P. And Took the day off P. And he going to see his boy Joe Ingles again. Stay off P. Uh-huh. He going to see his boy Joe Ingles. Mm. I'm just saying. Like, I think that's a 50-50 series. Phoenix, no. I'm not betting against Chris Paul. That's all I know. Like, I am in that Clippers series. No disrespect to Chris Paul. He's just, I'm taking the Clippers over that. I mean, once again, I probably would pick the Clippers, but... Phoenix is in such a weird spot because they're now the two seed, which is yeah. crazy. Um, I saw, I think I saw like this chart. I think their net rating is ridiculous. It's like they're like number two because they're like number seven defense and number like three offense. I think number one offense. Yeah, they have number five defense, number seven offense right now. Their net rating is third in the league, though. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, but like I said, the Phoenix is in such a weird situation because I don't even think they thought they would be this good. Yeah, but. Chris Paul still is playing like Chris Paul. You have Devin Booker ascending. DeAndre Ayton is kind of figuring it out. Mm-hmm. They have a bunch of really young players. Like, they have the perfect leader for a team that's so young. And I always say one of the good things about being so young is sometimes you're so naive, you don't realize you're supposed to lose. 
Like, if they mm-hmm. match up with the Clippers, it would be this thing of like, yeah, y'all are supposed to lose to the Clippers, but is Devin Booker going to care? Like, he's so young. It's his first time in the playoffs. He's like, love it. I'm just going to go for it. Right. It, was, it, it would be very similar to, like, what Luka Doncic did with the Clippers last year, where it's like, I don't care you're supposed to beat me. Like, I'm just going to go out here and put up 35, 10, and 10. Lump it. How D-Mitch did the Thunder? Just Pretty another much. game. Like, I, I don't care you're Kawhi Leonard. Like, I'm and Devin Booker. Granted, D-Book is the type of – and D-Book is young in age, but not in league anymore. Yeah, exactly. He's a like, vet. He's, re- he's been ready. He's a vet. And then, Yeah, he's a vet now. Like, he's a certified star. Like, D-Book shouldn't be missing any more All-Star games. He shouldn't be – the subbing in any more All Star games or anything uh, like that? I don't know, I don't know about that. that. I don't know, man. I, I, don't know about I really like. I had this conversation. Stephen, Stephen Lillard always got always going to have those two guard <laughs> spots. You're going to have Luke up there too, but like exactly. Devin Booker is just so he's so cold. That boy cold. He's no. he so cold. cold. He cold. <laughs> but there's this guy named Stephen. There's this guy named Dame. There's a guy named Luca. Is he better cold, than them man. three? I'm. I'm. That boy cold. <laughs> that boy I cold. Mean, I'm just want them. I. Chris Paul is going to be there, I guess, for the remainder of his contract. Um, at least that's my assumption. I'd say. Yeah. Um, but I didn't. I need them to find Phoenix. I need them to find it's their guard. Their, his yeah. predecessor. Or his, his, his running mate. His backcourt mate. Yeah. Yeah. They need to find it. Because when they do, it's proven. They got something. Yeah. Like the, Between Aiden and Book and Cam Johnson, who... Hey, look, quiet as kept. Like, like, I get it. We're I, all, I didn't all see it coming. He's I was good. Like, we're all fans. Yeah. I didn't see it coming. I didn't think Cam was going to be this good in the look, league. We, I didn't. We saw when he got drafted. We were like, wait a minute. Why? Every, even Kobe, <laughs> we was all like Kobe. Even, even wow. Kobe said Kobe was like, whoa. Wow. wow. Cam? Wow. Which, really? we like, which Cam? Which, wow. which Cam is all about? I was at his pre-draft workout. I was, he was like, wow. Cam, so, Cam went lotto. That's all he... Wow. So, I mean... Mikael Bridges? Like, they got a solid team over there. So, I mean, that's how Phoenix operates. They're a good organization. I'm gonna give him that. I'm gonna give him that. Phoenix has, in our lifetime, has generally showed me that they're a good organization. All right, winning so, organization, no. Good organization, yeah. Y'all, yeah, y'all I'm gonna stand by that. With the headphones on, I can just hear the dead air of the. <laughs> they're not a horrible. When Tamon said that, all you hear was like ambiance. Like it was just like. In our <laughs> lifetime, in our lifetime, you're gonna call them a bad organization. That's disrespectful, honestly, if you ask the me. The best I could give him is average. Average? They've had best. some very low valleys. Man, Lakers have had they, some very low valleys. And I was ready to desert. Like, That's OD. Like, like, no, like, that stretch where the freaking sons, the brother was running the franchise, I was ready. That was like ready, a no, year and a half. I was ready to, no, that was like three, four years. I was ready to hand in my Laker card. That, that was a while. <laughs> it was like three, four years. because it, it was, wild, it was the end of Kobe. It was it. And then it was also like the D-Lo. It was Lonzo. Bro, that was like two years. And then Jen, and Jen That's Jean like a four-year span. I don't know. I'm going to have to look that one up. I'm Kobe gets injured in 13. One. I'm, I'm going to have to phone a friend. Kobe don't retire until 17. <laughs> I'm going to have to phone or, a What, is it 16? He's retired in 16. So that's three years off rip. That's the end of Kobe. And then you had that next year with D-Lo and them. And that's when Jeannie took that's over. Four. She took over. I think I said she took three, over in the years. middle of the season, though. I said three, four years. Three, four fan. years. I'll give him three for the sake of argument. I was ready to hand <laughs> for it. Sake <laughs> for the sake of Look, argument. Look. In my head, Kobe Bryant, like, literally, it was like, <laughs> it was like from 2013 to 2016, like, Kobe ran that franchise. Phoenix Suns history. If we, if we look at before they signed 
before they got um, Steve. Not before, not before Steve Nash. We, we, we ain't gonna do that. Okay. I said in our lifetime. That's all I said. Steve Nash is our lifetime, yeah. but but okay, those those were some good years. But they got Steve Nash. That was a trade. We blame that on Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban should have never traded Steve Nash. That's what we've always said. But that's a whole other thing. He was a free agent when he went to Phoenix. You sure? I'm pretty sure he was. Fact check me. I could be I wrong. I got you. I'll look it up. I got no problems being wrong. See no, that guy? I don't think he um, traded him. I think he let him walk. Yeah, he let him walk, but he didn't let him. I don't think he traded him. You might be right. I think you're right now. Fact check me, it doesn't matter. I we I don't mind being expect wrong. to be on a Steve Nash conversation, you guys. We At were prepared all. This, better. This was <laughs> way off topic. Um but, but Yep, free agent. So when they when they drafted Devin Booker, we were like, oh wow. Cause he's good. This boy can play. Really good. Before they signed president, what's my dude's name? Who's there now? Yeah. President, GM. James Jones. James Jones. Before they got James Jones, they didn't. I can't remember who was in charge at that point. But a lot of the conversation was owner Sarver and all of that. And the third didn't have a direction. Didn't know what they wanted to do. Remember when they had like seven point guards on that team? Exactly. Does that make them a terrible organization for having bad years? No, it's not just having bad years. It's not, it's not not having a direction. We've always talked about that. What, what's years. our what's our whole what's Brian's well, whole thing about Minnesota? Were, I didn't say what's, there were. Okay. What was the whole well, the whole situation? Well, I gave we're you, really going to compare Phoenix to Minnesota. I gave you average. I just I just said I think they were good. For, I think they were there. What's another average NBA organization then? I, maybe say, I just need comparisons. Uh, I thought average, Phoenix. I think in average, our lifetime, Phoenix. Like has I would been say, good. Atlanta is an average organization. Like they put together solid teams consistently. They normally stay fringe playoffs. Like I said, they drafted a Memphis, star. Average. Memphis is. I would actually give Memphis above average. Really? I would. So Six. Memphis is a better organization than mm-hmm. than, than Phoenix. Because I, because I think honestly, just if we're just talking our lifetime, like they literally stay very yeah. competitive. Okay, fair. In a very low. I don't. Western I would conference. not give Atlanta. I definitely wouldn't give Atlanta a better organization to finish, or even as as much of an organization as Phoenix. I don't know. Like Atlanta, I feel like I feel like Phoenix gets like a C plus B minus, which makes them good to me. I, that's what that's average. That's average. C that's plus average? a C is average to me. <laughs> C literally means like average. on a scale of I one to ten. What's there a six. I said a C plus. There's six, six, but five would be average. So very slightly above average. Like it depends. Very I don't know. I give six and a half. This is, we're playing semantics. No? We like, are now. We and are I now. was trying to figure it out, but like I don't think Phoenix, like Phoenix, definitely didn't deserve that silence that we got. It was. They definitely silent. didn't. It's pretty quiet. Nah, because it wasn't I, like I said. They you were said phenomenal. good, very. I said comfort. good. You said it's good, very, very good. In our lifetime, and, and they have been like, good. I was like, wait a minute, I don't know about that. They produced watchable basketball. They've competed. They've rebuilt. They. I don't. They're not. They finally got the rebuild right this year. But how good? How long were they good and, for? And, though, and the question is, like when it, they were good. And the question is, how that was good? Just the Steve Nash era. That's it. Like it, it was, was a long era for me, and it was good. And they the, were really only great in that Nash era for like three years, and they just had like a bunch of okay years. And this is why I said that they need to find a successor because the rebuild isn't really a rebuild. It's Chris Paul <laughs> really just That's taking fair. this situation. That's fair. Monty Williams, I give credit to Monty Williams too, because Monty Williams is a great coach. Taking this situation and saying, "All right, I can cultivate this into something great. I can cultivate this into something." So you think the rebuild would be stamped after they get a successor for Chris Paul? You gotta, you got 
Chris Paul's no, not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not no, no, debating no. against that. I'm I know. And my my point it. is, you need to have a future, and you need yeah, to have somebody who's going to run with Devin Booker. Exactly. And Chris Paul, Chris love Paul, you. You don't have twenty. You don't have ten. You, you're, you're five. Hey man, I, I was about to say. Hey, look, man, we I looking mean, at you, you like you, after you this contract. Five years, Chris, like you are amazing. I think Chris I, could be in the league. Chris could in be. Five I think Chris is this level. I think Chris is going to get one level. He could be in the league. I think, and I don't know if I said it on air, but maybe I did. Chris Ball is going to get a Jason Kidd type of ring. He's going to be on a team. You said it. I don't know if it was on yeah. air. I, don't, I can't remember if it was on air or not. If it was, my bad, y'all. I'm just repeating things over now. But Chris Ball is going to get a Jason Kidd kind of ring. He's going to be on a team. He's going to be that guy. He's going to be that point guard mentality guy, coach on the floor. He's still going to be able to knock down shots because the jump shot's not going to go anywhere. But the speed and the elusivity and all that in the third, all that. He ain't going to be snaking, picking yeah, rolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It ain't going to be the same no more. But he's still gonna be able to make every pass on the floor, and he's still gonna be able to knock down an open jump shot. Definitely. And I think that's what Jason Kidd is gonna do. But it ain't gonna be in Phoenix. I think it's gonna be interesting. The difference between Chris Paul and Jason Kidd is Jason Kidd was six four, Chris Paul's five eleven. It's a big difference. I want that to happen. We'll I see. really like that. I think it's hard to stick around the league if you can't beat your man off the dribble at five eleven. We'll see. Phoenix has been a good basketball organization. <laughs> You just said that so comfortably. I wasn't prepared to I jump think, off that. I had that. to think about it. I, I wasn't prepared to jump off that. And I was like, okay. I, I, give, I thought about it. You said average. the way you said it was, I think, it, was the issue. Like, good. Like, like, yeah, I, I was I like, hear you, I hear you. wait like, a no, minute. Like, like, no, they've been good. Like, yeah, they've they been, got, I'm confident. Like, we were just complaining about we need to get D-Book out of here not too long ago. For sure. For sure. They have a 52% win percentage as a franchise. They average. I said in my lifetime. Like I said, they had some very low peaks in our 24, lifetime. 24, 58, 23, 59, <laughs> 21, 61, 19, 63. Like, hey, look, man. Maybe I just like their highs. I but I don't cool, think cool. they would like They've had a very entertaining team. Yeah, yeah, no for sure. For sure. No Steve Nash, Amari, oh, Sean, Sean Marion with Joe that crazy. Johnson was on the team. Raja Bell. Like, you, yeah, they had a nice little. Leandro Barbosa. cool. Me. Mm. At this point, they got to give me a jersey. I'm the only one thinking y'all are a decent organization. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what did I miss, man? Did oh, I miss anything? We don't know. It wasn't no docket. No, I ain't no docket. I'm just kind of running through things. Brian got his computer open. I know he see all the news on his computer. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's been a slow week because of All-Star. Yeah, like, like they literally they started, just started playing, playing like two what, days two ago. Days ago? Yeah. And, like, and we it, ran over All-Star because we all admit that it was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was facts. Yeah. It wasn't serious. So it was like, I mean, stuff. Really Everything else is stupid. Why Quavo do them do that to them boys? <laughs> hey, we ain't talking about that two v two. Why Quavo do that? Oh hey, y'all saw God, my man, little baby. Why hey, yo, little baby, that? you can rap. You can rap, rap. <laughs> you can rap, hey, rap, rap. But hey, I felt so throw? bad for two chains. So bad for two chains. For chains, nothing. Two chains can hoop. He can hoop. He can hoop. He didn't pick his partner. But I think Quavo and Jack Harlow picked each other. It definitely felt like they picked each other. Jack Harlow can't who? It don't matter. But he, he can play like defense. He's new to give Quavo the ball. Defense. Bro, look. He was like, hey, I'm going to go set a pick for him real quick. Two, Here you go. Two chains like 40, right? He ain't doing it by himself. Quavo is still young enough where it's like, all right, I could win this 2v2. We all played two-on-two. Wait, you're the hands-down best player out of the four people on that court, and you can single-handedly win that two-on-two. As do long you, as you have a partner small enough to pass you the ball. Do you I, think Lil Baby was a 
better partner than Jack Harlow was. No, no. <laughs> I think Lil Baby had not a lick of athletic basketball bone in his body. That's it. We needed. He's not running the court. He's running the trap. I don't. Two chains deserved better. Two chains deserved, deserved better. better where no, where were all these? Uh, it's it's plenty of rappers. Shout out that chains. Who? Plenty of rappers. Why ain't that nobody who? hit up Cole? Ain't nobody hit up Dirk. I, that's the first name I said. Well, I was at Jonah's. I was watching this with AJ. Dirk, Jonah, we went somebody. over to uh, the highlights. And I was mm-hmm. like, why ain't nobody hit up Lil Dirk? Because Dirk would have gave Quavo Buckets. some work. Work. Right. He would have gave Quavo some work. work. I ain't going front. They were talking about who's next. They needed, they, if they're going to make this a thing, I think they should make it a thing. I think it's kind of fun. To watch oh, it. yeah, for sure. Watch because rap, rappers always making always basketball. Always talking about it. And, you know, analogies. You know, they're always talking, you know, hoops. Making hoops it's references. It's we talk about it all the time. Yeah. Uh, what's the What's the Drake quote? Uh, uh, he was like a rapping. Yeah, he was like a sports and music is so synonymous because they want to be them and we want to be us. us. And yeah. so I think I think that's what we've, we've seeing them both kind of switch roles because we see Dame rapping. We see guys like Bags rap, Marvin Lonzo, Bagley rap, Lonzo, Lonzo rapping, and so like even you back see, in the day, Kobe, Shaq, they yeah, all went yeah. Let's not speak on Kobe. <laughs> Sorry. That, they that, all went that, into their rap. That's one thing that. I don't want to remember about Well, I'm sorry that he raps like little baby hoops, but it, it happened. <laughs> it happened. R.I.P. being lay you to death, bro. Oh, boy. But. <laughs> nah, for real. I call a spade a spade. But I do want to see more duos kind of link up to do these 2v2s. You know who yeah. I would have liked? Who would you like? I would have been cool with Lil Dicky. For sure. He would have been, cool been, been better. I would have been cool with Lil Dicky. He would have been better. You know what? I would have been like, yo, Quavo, like, you grab your white boy. Like, I can change you grab your white boy. <laughs> yes. Yes. We I can, can have interracial hoops. Yes. I we trying to bring the world together. Call so him Lil Dicky. So many rappers that would have been better than Lil Baby. Every rapper would have been All better than Lil Man. He, I rap better than Lil Baby hoops. <laughs> I don't know if it was the. I, I can't remember if it was, a, it was like a warm up shot. He shot that, that free throw line shot. It was no warm up. No, that was an actual free throw. That was an actual free throw? Yeah. When it hit just the glass and came back. That was an actual free throw. I was like, wow. I was like, you practicing the center self alley oop? I ain't no baby hat. I was like, wow. That was crazy. I knew it was bad when. Before the game, they were trying to stretch and baby ain't know how to stretch. Jack Harlow had to Jack Harlow had to. He was like, now you got to land. Do it like this. You know? And it's cool. Like, it's cool. It's cool. You do what you do really, really well. It was just hilarious to watch. Baby out of his element. Man. Baby can rap though, especially because he was he was going bananas on a rap game for so long. I was just like, what can't he do? He can't hoop. <laughs> he can't hoop. Can confirm. I found it. I found it. He confirm. can't hoop. I'm weak. He gave us a great verse on wants and needs. Oh, you smoked Drake on that. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate it. We appreciate it. Two chains is still hot. No, I could tell. He is still. I could sense it. I they played for like 500 racks. Like Quavo, at one yes. point, he was like, I'll put my Bentley or Lambo on it or something yeah. like that. And I'm like, of course you would, Quavo. Yeah. Two chains, 40, and baby can't hoop. Like, <laughs> you think he easy knew money. he couldn't hoop? Easy money. Bro, me and he AJ. He figured it out very quickly. Yes. <laughs> I think he knew. Yes. He was like warm ups, like, go at him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me knew. and AJ sat there, and we were like, bro, like, if I was completely healthy, we could have walked in there with no money, 500 racks on the line, and we were going to be in debt for the rest of our lives. We would have walked out with 500 grand against Quavo <laughs> and uh, Jack, uh, Harlow. Jack Harlow. Yes. That's it great. was ugly. I, I never, want, I never want to watch anything like that again. Oh, I want to watch it all. I, 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 I think it was kind of entertaining, man. I think it was kind of entertaining because it wasn't supposed to be. to be good basketball. And that's fair. It wasn't marketed as if they could hoop. I yeah. don't. 
I don't want to watch it. I'm sorry. You if I, I want to watch that, I'll just go down to the local YMCA. Yeah. Man, nah. It was <laughs> no, entertaining no. watching. Do they, do they have bars? Huh? Do the boys at the local YMCA I don't, I don't have really bars? I don't care. I'm just basketball. Nah. Like, it's basketball. Show me decent basketball now, bro. Bars. These Question. guys these guys be making James Hart step back like one three references all the time. Yeah, yeah, you seen Drake's yeah, jump shot. Fair. They will rap, sure. Do it. Like I said. I don't want to watch it on my All Star Week. I feel you, Greg. But that's, I just, whatever. If it's entertaining for other nah, people, cool. Bars got to be validated. Exactly. That's what bars I want. Exactly. Bars you can't be, be out here talking about some James nah. Harden, long AD, as you ain't, long you ain't saying Steph Curry with James the pot. Yeah. You can't be doing like, all it's, that. It's a metaphor. It's like you're making a metaphor. If long, I say, if I say, I hear you saying I could James Harden stuff like. No. If I say I'm Chef Curry with the pot, three sixty with the wrist. If I say that. I better be able to shoot from at least 27. I hear what you're, I hear what you're saying, bro. Like, it's metaphorical. I get it. It's music. It's a part of this. I don't care. If you want to make I a basketball reference, I got to I I at least see you being... You got to be able to knock down a midi. You don't have to be able to do anything. I just want to see it. Few, you can be as bad nah, as you want to still make the reference. You can't talking it's like that. rappers man. who actually rap about hooping, though. Like, 2 Chainz actually rap. about But 2 Chainz can hoop. Because he can hoop. Exactly. Cole can exactly. hoop. It validates. It validates. It's better. get on the court and then I'm like, okay, you, you could a little bit. But like, it makes the line better. So, right. like, if I heard, maybe I'm all in Houston with the mix, James Harden, all of this, like, yeah, like, I just want to, I want to left hand layup challenge, bro. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I don't want to hear no more rappers have any more hoop bars if you can't make a left-hand layup. I need three in a row. Fair. Start from the top of the key. Fair. Start. Yeah. You got to get there. Yup. 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 You got to get there. And you got to jump off your right foot. Yup. Mm. Mm-hmm. They can't yeah. do that. All right. So, if we're, so, in our quest to fix NBA All-Star Weekend. Yeah. <laughs> in our quest to fix. All right. So, I'm just throwing out another idea, NBA. You can steal my ideas. I don't really care. I do. <laughs> I need a bag. And you don't care. What do just you fly doing? me out. Minor hoops need a bag. Just fly me he out. He said it on air, so minor hoops need the bag. Yeah, I was about to if say. If you don't want the bag, right minor now, hoops want the bag. His words are property of a minor and hoops. Exactly. He may not care. Exactly. But I think the majority. You can just fly, just fly me out. That's all I want. Just fly Look me out. He's trying to distance himself from the pod on the pod. I'm not trying to distance myself. That's all I want. I just want to fly. I don't care about us out. I don't care about bread. Yeah, like we all not gonna go. It's gonna be a modern hoops. Oh no, it said me and not fly us. Yeah, we're all going. Give me my money. We will see. (laughs) Anyway, three point contest needs to have the gun. Yes, they need to get the all star or not the all star game. The dunk contest only needs to happen once every two three years. Mm, Interesting. That's how you bring. That's how you bring excitement back. It's repetitive now. You bring it back. It's only but so many dunks you can physically do with the human body. I can see what you mean like that. I just thought about raising the stakes bigger. I don't think that does anything. Cause I mean, Loser what are the stakes dies. to these? What are the stakes to these guys? I, I like, what we putting five mil on it? Like loser dies. <laughs> loser got to jump dunker, off the roof. Dunker die. Dunker die. <laughs> like nobody's gonna compete. <laughs> but I think that's have, how you they have could, no choice. I think that's how you could raise the stakes on it. Of like, oh no, we're only doing this two. Once yeah, every three years. two, three years. So it's like, guys, like if you don't do it now, by the time it comes around again, you're going to be out of your prime. No you may yeah. never get another chance at it. Because I can say this. By your method in that, I think Braun would have did it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it just, I think it also, it puts more importance on it. When it's every year, it's like, what's it? I'll get another shot. Should be like the Olympics. Exactly. I get it. I, I think that's a fair take. So. I get it. Now the question is, what do you replace it with? You could replace it with y'all two on two. <laughs> Not the celebrity no, team, too. No, no. And I don't want to. So, I don't so want to see so actual idea, NBA players. So this is my idea. Either. So this is just my idea. You 
make it you make the two on two tournament over the course of the weekend. So Saturday night is first round. Or Friday night is the first round. Saturday night semifinals. Sunday you play the uh finals. So like I said, you, I don't I, I think if think if you you're talking about it, people loafing on like you the all star game or like the slam dunk contest, mm. that two on two, you're Are you not gonna two see on effort. Two for NBA like league? No, not NBA play. I'm talking about for, for celebrity. For oh. what y'all said. Oh, oh. I don't, and I don't want to see that much two on two. I just want to see one game. You just want to see one game. Yeah, to you, 21, just okay, how they I'm, did it. I'm just throwing out ideas. I'm just throwing out ideas. The, you still have the celebrity game. Yeah. So you yeah. still have that. Now, granted, I don't want to watch that no more, to be honest. They be throwing in old heads, old hoopers in there every now and then. I, I think they got to go about the selection different. Like you wanted to be a tad competitive, well, the but you don't is want a lot it to of people be... turn it down. Exactly. Like people, like it's not like the celebrities that are selected. I'm sorry, a lot like, of you Ronnie guys weren't 2K first shouldn't choice. Shouldn't be hooping, bro. Ronnie Two K can't hoop. Like, and you know what? We're talking about court. rappers and 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 making bars about hooping. How we got somebody who's constructing a video game about hoops? Who's looking shaky on All that right, left can hand layup? Stop giving Ronnie Two K this. Like he constructs a video game. He is literally just the mouthpiece. He does nothing to create that game. Uh, he creates buzz. He says a some, lot. Yeah. He, he says, says a lot. That's all he does. He says a lot. Do you, what's the name of the guy who created 2K? You said what? Do you know the name of the guy who created 2K? Mike Wayne. <laughs> Development team. Development team. I know the CEO. I think his name is like Zelnick. He owns 2K. I think. I know Mike Wayne. We know Ronnie 2K. So he's the face and he's going to get this slander. <laughs> Because your game sucks. <laughs> it does. <laughs> On and off the court. That's what I mean. Like that 2K, boo boo. <laughs> wow, that took a turn. Yeah, but shout out NBA Live. I think, but I think honestly, I think <laughs> shout out NBA Live. Shout out NBA, NBA Live had a great history. <laughs> We're not gonna get into that, but and one day we will. Like we'll just have a video game oh, yeah, moment and we'll talk about. But I think they got go about the selection process better because just make it a tad more competitive, where it's like it's watchable. Mm-hmm. Like I can live with it. Bring okay. Common ain't playing no more because Common always doing the intros and outros. Yes, <laughs> like, the intros and outros. Get, oh, get guys who actually know how to dribble a basketball. Get females who know how to dribble a basketball a little bit better. That take too much work. You Dude. know, and that, that takes some research. Yeah, we got to do a whole thing. Like, you going to ask each celebrity to send you a clip? Like, yeah. and bro, it's, it's going to end up being left the same hand layups. All you got to do is see somebody like lay the ball up and you can tell. So, you going to ask them to send you a video of their left hand layups? No, for get, sure. Like, get selected? No, no they I'm, do videos for everything else nowadays. Yeah. Like, no, they, they their fans up there. I need their, 20 their fans jumpers. Like, I need five left hand layups. It's going to be the same celebrities, though. <laughs> over okay. and over. On the teams, over and over. I don't think it is. You're going to switch up some now and then. It's gonna be new celebrities every year. I mean, so I guess the question really becomes: you have like, how, on and now how many celebrities? <laughs> and then it's gonna be Griselda So the question the then year. becomes: How many celebrities are actually good at hoops? Right. I don't think it's enough for it to be like a new group. But we're not saying I, that all, I don't think all of them know. are even a oh, new I, issue. I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Like I think there's a, I think there's an amount. But then it becomes: Okay, who's actually coming to All Star Weekend? Who's old enough? Who wants to? Like you're dwindling your numbers. Eventually, down, you just have to hope the celebrities have to say right. Yes. Like you're dwindling your numbers. Slowly I get that. Short. I was talking about the two on two. I feel you. <laughs> if you, I mean, it goes back to like if you make it like a, a whole process where you'd be like, "Hey, y'all, I want to play in the celebrity game." Hashtag celebrity all star game with my name. Da 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 da. And then they show themselves hooping a little bit down there. Then you be like, "Oh, okay." 
Yeah, Dirk. Is, we want you to play Dirk. Is the hashtag like who gets more hits? Like who fans can vote them into? Well, that's unfair. Cause, no, cause no, no. Of course, no, no. But, yeah, but it just like, it just kind of builds it builds the buzz for the people that we like. Oh no, we actually do want to see them play. I think not necessarily that being the selection process. The issue is they don't care. Yeah. Like, this is assuming that multiple celebrities will hope to be picked and then they right. lose out on getting picked. Yeah. A lot of times it's like, hey, you want to be the, nope, I'm busy. Hey, you want to, nah, I'm good off basketball. Hey, you want to, mm, nope. Like, that's the issue. And then you get whittled down to these 20 celebrities and you're just like, thank Whatever. God y'all said yes. Yeah. And like, for a lot of guys, even the ones that who, like J. Cole and them, like, they only do it once or twice because after you do it, the novelty's over. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, well, I did it. Like, I don't care enough to do this again. And I think guys like Quavo, Saying what he said after the win, saying you know we'll take on and we won't smoke with whoever and that in the third. And that's why I said the two that on adds, two that is the new a celebrity for me. Right. to it, so if, I guess maybe two on two is the way to go. Because I said I can't see Cole linking up with somebody like yo. Let's just go get this two on two title this year. This like, I think that would be like way more entertaining than like a full blown celebrity. If you gave me, especially like I said, going with y'all said like I said you really started marketing like the two on two teams. Before the weekend, like J. Cole and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Quavo and da, 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 da. All will be an all-star weekend. Friday night, da, da, da. Duke yeah. it out. Like, That's why it was pretty fun when Kevin was doing it. Exactly. Because he was like, hey, whoever wants to challenge me, I am the MVP of the celebrity game. <laughs> he, right. He's you talking that cash. You're going to get this work. He's talking that I think he gave that one to uh, Duncan, <laughs> yeah. though. Yeah, yeah, I think he gave that like, uh, You're going to get this work. But it was entertaining it was because entertaining. He was, it was a bravado about it. So I think you got to bring that back, that competitive spirit. That's why I like the two-on-two. Yeah, like after they Real won, personal. they just opened the duffel with five hundred racks. I know two chains gotta be sick. He, is he just has to be. He's hot. Like he just looked at little hot. baby like, bro, hot, heat. Yeah, apparently James Harden got a studio in his crib, but he don't got no basketball court because I don't know where yeah. I don't know where baby were working out at. But it wasn't in Houston. So two on two. Anything else we can replace the dunk contest with? Nah, man. I don't nah, know. man. That's too tough, man. And the the dunk contest. I ain't gonna lie. Here's the, here's the, I, would watch, the, I would watch a game of horse between Dame and stuff. Here's the issue with. Here's I the would. issue with. <laughs> here's the issue with leaving out the dunk contest for two to three years. They come back and it still lays an egg. You gotta wait another two or three years for that to come back and to like, try again. Try again. But I don't think it would. I don't after think it two, would because I think the league will force it not to be like whatever incentives is gonna be surrounding this. The hype around it. Somebody's gonna be like, you know what? I give. Like Zion will be like, you know what? I give. Like and it, if this is only happening every three, four years, it don't like, make I'm the dunks one. better. But I think, but it honestly, makes the hype I think around it would. Like if we, it's just like anything. When it's taken away from you, you crave it just a little bit more. No, I'll have this conversation all the time. Like, some of the dunks that we've seen over the last couple of years, they're not actually bad dunks. Like, in the 90s, they would have hands down won it. We just almost feel like we've seen everything, especially when you're scrolling through social media, and I see people doing the most absurd, physically impossible dunks. You see that dude, Jordan uh, Kill. First trade just went through. Which one? OKC. It won a big one. But OKC sent uh, Diallo to Detroit for Svee. One of the big oh, ones, okay. but it was a trade. <laughs> yeah. But dunk contest, I think I like that idea. So we'll see, man. We'll I mean, see. it's not, it's not. Theoretically, we'll okay. know this will never happen. Who would you want to see in the one-on-one game? Ones. One-on-one, eight guys. Who who would you want to see? Duke it out. Eight guys, one-on-one. Kyrie, KD, James Harden, are all in that. 
Um, I would want to see Braun put in that one-on-one situation personally. Uh, D-Book. I was going to say something so mean. I'm um, going to get that to myself. <laughs> say it. I like that. Say it. Say it. Cool on I've oh, done yeah. good today. Man, I'm scared because now I only got three people left. Yeah. And there's ones. And I'm trying to think of like ones. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm with you. Maybe Jason Tatum. I was about to say Jason. Yeah. Brad Bill. He's Brad up there. One more I'm gonna time. I'm going to have to leave so many people out if I complete mm. this list. Uh, Just say Kawhi. No, nah, I don't want to see Kawhi. I'd rather see PG than Kawhi, but mm, I don't want to. I, don't, I think there might be somebody more than PG that Old I want book, to see. You said what? Yeah, I said book. Yeah. Man, that's I don't think you said who? Levine? I didn't say Zach Levine. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't say Zach Levine. He might be my playing game, my 910 playing yeah, game. Yeah, like it's oh, okay, okay. It's hard to close that list. The seven that I named before yeah. that were definitely like, all right, like, yeah, but. Okay. I just don't know how the matchups would be either because, like, if you just draw straws, like. Random names. Yeah. Ping pongs. That would be hilarious, though, seeing like Kyrie matched up against Three dribbles, KD and Four dribbles. I would say, man, maybe he's league. You got two. Two? Two? Nah. That's what they That's play. No fun. That's what league play with. Two. You better get to your spot. That's no fun, we though. You got time Can to you... sit around here? Can't see the shaking. I bake, respect though. that, but it's not as fun. Shaking. I at least got to get four of them things. Yeah, I was about to say three to five. Hey, nobody got time for this, man. Get to your spot. This is the league, right? I get to your four spot. Dribbles, ten seconds. Mm, four dribbles, ten seconds. I need another dribble for the counter. What if the what if the counter comes off the dribble? Yeah, four I, dribbles, ten seconds. I ain't this giving the you the league, 10. right? I'm not giving you ten. Is seconds. this the league or is it not? You said what? Is this the league or is it not? It's the league. Get to your spot. Not you know what? For, forget a dribble count. Y'all got six seconds. That's I can go with that. Yeah. I rock with that too. You can dribble as much as you want in six seconds. Six seconds. As soon as check happens. Clock starts. One Mississippi. Two. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Clearly, it's gonna be a I'm shot clock, it. but whatever. I'm with it. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Yeah. I want to see Jimmy Butler in there. Just because I know he's just gonna be a dog. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Jimmy. He ain't got the one on one game. But I just love to see it. Fair. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Butler. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Wow. I gotta tell y'all about the next line wow. after this pie goes off. <laughs> Oh, All right, man. man. Let's get out of here. We've been here for a good minute, right, Keith? <laughs> this, this, is <laughs> this has been a fun pod. That's a sick long. guy, yo. <laughs> we long. definitely hit over two. Uh, I don't think so. After edit, nah. After edit, nah? Okay, so. okay. Yeah. Cool. Man, we appreciate y'all. Y'all know we do, man. Uh, I didn't say it before, but please show love to the podcast. And we thank you for everyone who watches the podcast and shows love. To be a part of this family is real easy. All you got to do is hit that sub button, hit that like button, comment below to join the conversation because we love the conversation. We love talking hoops with all of y'all. And that helps us get pushed out to more people so we can make this family bigger. And the bigger the family, the better the family. So we appreciate y'all, man. Um, shout outs. Valanciunas, uh, John Morant. It's not been a lot of basketball played. Uh, I understand. Uh, I Shout think UVA the- had a, a buzz beater game winner. Yeah. We did not talk about Duke, Kentucky. Uh, Duke um, doesn't Carolina's get a shot doing up. well, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> they right there. They Kansas gotta, just got put out because COVID. Exactly. Yeah. Um, um, all the blue bloods. But we'll, 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 I think we'll do that in the off season. Yeah. I mean, we can do it next week when the field's actually selected. Yeah, because I think it's this Sunday. It's yeah. coming Sunday. So Selection Find Sunday. out next time on <laughs> right. So, shout, out, shout out to the Philadelphia 76ers bench winning the game without yeah. Ben and, and B. Everybody went off of them. Mm-hmm. Tony Bradley went seven for seven. Shout out to the say that. shout out to the hometown hero here in, in Richmond, Taylor Robinson, first team all defense, first team all a ten um, for VCU. 
um, having a great season. I was watching their game versus Rhode Island before I left the crib. She had 19 going into the fourth. Hooper. Um, so she, she's been an issue all season long. So shout out to her. Um, anybody else? Probably. I can't remember. That's fine. We can leave it out on Taylor because Taylor's a dog. Um, as always, y'all know what it is. Eat, sleep, breathe the game. We love you. Be safe. We out.